Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Hello. Hey. Unconventional start today. <sighs> yes. Uh, Very Due to internet com- complications. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Paradise RPG. <laughs> this is episode 13 of our first uh, show, Advantage in Paradise. Um, once the DM joins us, he's going to uh, probably give you a, more of a rundown. But here's what happened to Cal's memory. Wander through a swamp. And we killed some mud fairies. And then <laughs> some harpies showed up. I shot one, but they didn't. Well, we showed see. up at the harpies place. No, the harpies showed up in our space. <laughs> and I shot one. And the rest of them were like, what was that? And we were like, we just capered away with, with a gem. We rescued a gem. We went back to what I assume was a big statue um, pointing in like a direction. Going like, you know. Can we put the gems Wait, Tim, in it? Tim, I didn't, I, didn't, evil. I, didn't, I didn't understand that statue. Can you please? It wasn't making a noise, but like the, the face of <laughs> it was, you know, it's uh-huh. like just got the big wide open like mouth, you know? You're like a scared um, hamster? So we, I guess? Yes. Um, <laughs> so then uh, <clears throat> we then got through the pass. We made it to the tower that we were headed towards, which was actually mostly a ruin. Like it sounded like a tower, but I guess it was really just like, a ruined tower. Stones in a circle. Um, we met a satyr named Mandrake, which confused Cal because we were looking for the root named Mandrake. But, you know, um, I didn't have a punchline for that. So then we, um, uh, that was it. We were talking to him. He's got some PTSD issues. Uh, we found out that he's from the Wild. And he's here. He was summoned here at some point, and him and the Archbishop were working on getting him back to the Feywild. But then the Archbishop co- stopped coming like a year ago. So um, that was news to us because it didn't seem like he had been going there more frequently than that. No. Um, and then uh, we debated the merits of Cursed Rings for a tad. Um, uh, I'm still not sold on them. And um, that pretty much brings us up to date. We were like kind of wrapping up that conversation with him um, and trying to get our hands on some Mandrake root. Uh, we do have some social media shout-outs. Shannon? <laughs> Sean, are nice you ready to go? Tim already gave us the Tim already, uh, already intro. Gave, uh, we're yeah. on. We're <laughs> live. Are we live? Yeah, yeah. we have been. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> Tim already did a, did a rundown. <laughs> what happened last episode? Did he really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do it again. Moment. It wasn't great. <laughs> it was a great. Oh, I'm just law. I'm just running around. It was the. Uh, it was the. He, it was. To he missed the whole memory. tragedy of Jet dying. Oh, he Jet died. That whole thing. We had a funeral. We didn't. We had a funeral for a bird. It was crazy. <laughs> All right, give me one it's second. Bat. Sorry, guys. Um, I think he was making an office reference. It, oh, yeah. I've never liked that show. Um, Sean, you want me to do my social media stuff? Yes, do yeah. Look, no, cool. no, don't go for Sean. I said do the social media. Stuff. <laughs> Tim, are you the captain now? Uh, <laughs> I, I, all right, let me pull up my spreadsheet. 
Um, okay, social media shout outs. Holy crap, there are so many of you that I would like to shout out. But just to keep things short, uh, I'm going to do three-ish uh, per week. So the first person I would like to shout out today is Zero Mana Beast. You are wonderful liking and retweeting literally everything. So thank you so much for your support. You are awesome. Um, second people, pe persons, people, I, like I would like name. to shout Sorry. out. <laughs> Zero <laughs> mana beast. That's like, yeah. Ten, that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, second person I would like to shout out are the Dragon's Horde Dice Company. Um, they have a Kickstarter that is on right now, and uh, they are about a third of the way through their goal, and there's still 19 days to go. I backed it on the first day, and I'm really excited to get these uh, sterling silver dice. It's going to be pretty, pretty cool. So head on over to their Kickstarter and support them because they're, they're really cool people. Also, the real sterling silver? Of, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can put the link in the chat if you want. Um, and then, so thank you, Dragon Sword Dice Company. You guys are awesome. Also retweeting and liking a bunch of our stuff. So thank you for that support. Last person I would like to shout out is Wonderboy25. Just like everybody else in this awesome community, you are um, retweeting and liking and giving us shout outs and being so kind. And we just, we're so grateful for you. So thank mm. you, Wonderboy25. Um, yeah, I, I wish I could keep going. You should see my spreadsheet. There's so many of you on here, but I will be back with more next week. Whew. Sorry about that. I'm good. I just finished. Okay, good. All right. Sorry. Let me are get you, a drink are you, of water. Are you, are you okay, Sean? <laughs> I'm not okay, Alex. <laughs> This is the worst you've ever done to me. Throw me in lively. <laughs> yeah, yes, I just lie, you know. <laughs> my internet account. <laughs> We're just live the whole time. I haven't finished my pipe. No, you don't need to keep stalling. I'm going to read my recap regardless of Tim because I wrote it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be very <laughs> Written, it must be read. Um, Clean, you have a straw for your wine. Hitler concert? wrote Mein Kampf. You don't need a Why would I need a straw? Let's <laughs> not have a cup. I know. <laughs> oh, the ambience. The ambience. The ambience is here. <laughs> okay. Um, so, a quick reminder if Tim didn't mention, our audio is always. Provided by Sirenscape, and uh, he didn't. He didn't. Okay. All right. So our ambiance is a combination of Sirenscape and um, tabletop audio, combined with um, some uh, licensed songs that we got from uh, that we get from Soundstripe that we have a subscription with. Um, so if you're anyone who needs to license music, it's a great resource. Um, tabletop audio and Sirenscape also great free resources for your home games. Uh, doo -doo -doo. All right, so let's jump into it since we're already delayed. So I'd like all of you to compare Tim's recap to mine. Um, I'm sure this is much more entertaining. <laughs> Visual tally, I'm ready. Wait, wait, oh, about like getting specific out. things. We wait. Which, which, which hand is which? Uh, I'm counting both. Uh, all right. Last I'm assuming there's going to be more than five. It's okay. I'll, you I'll, found I'll, yourselves I'll using. 
You found yourselves using every trick in the book to avoid a bout with the bulbous and pale worm that heard your clash with the elemental mud methods. Through some clever uses of magic, you snuck past the creature and called its attention away from you. You were able to use Jet, Wiswick's familiar, to place the warding crystal in the pillar, but one crystal was still needed. You continued on the only path you could take, narrowly avoiding several traps and triggers. Stealthing through the tall swamp brush, you came upon a large flat of solid land, where several harpy dwellings stood, as well as several harpies patrolling the skies, guarding the grounds. Using your stealthiest accomplices, you were able to snatch the final gem from the harpy's treasure hoard, only the minor issue of alerting the whole camp to danger. But they didn't see you. You sent Jet out once again to attempt to place the last warding gem in the pillar, but after enough time had passed, Wiswick sorrowfully surmised Jet did not make it to his destination, nor could he return Jet to his side. You traversed back through the swamp to the pillar where you fought off two harpies for securing the last gem into the pillar. You could now safely traverse the swamp without triggering any of the magic seals throughout. You carefully tread back toward the tower where you found an abandoned hovel on the outside while investigating said dwelling and gaining a few magical a few alchemical reagents and other trinkets as well as a sword and a shield, I believe. Um, and a short bow. And a short bow, thank you. A band of three blink hounds surrounded the perimeter, snarling at you. Timber attempted to frighten them away, but their determination to protect only grew. It wasn't long before their supposed master cried out for them to stand down, and through panicked and frantic words, ushered you into the tower. This stranger was the mandrake you read about tall and wiry old satyr with pale green skin and ruddy fur covering much of his body. When inside, he frantically spoke of Master Orlin and the yellow-cloaked stranger that gave him the relic, the pallid mask. You calmed the satyr down enough for him to talk <laughs> about his supposed opening of a gate and bringing him home. At the question, what gate from Curon? He pointed to the lifted circle in the center of the ring tower basement, the sigils much like the druids of Magin set. So how was that? That was 11. <laughs> that was 11, yeah. <laughs> All right. But to be yeah, fair... I things. I was like, we went through a swap, there was harpies. To, to be fair, <laughs> Tim, Tim was giving the, the recap in, in the eyes of Cal. Oh, was he really? True. <laughs> what was important and what wasn't. That would there. actually be fun. Uh, <clears throat> no, because you're going to be like, I'll be like, I don't know, they did some magic shit. Fucking <laughs> some stuff yeah. happened. I stabbed I shot guy. some pew pews from the fingers, a stabby stab. It was all good. <laughs> <laughs> we went home, had a beer, waited for the whole thing to blow over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me go close my window. Oh, so you Jesus Christ. Sean, we have people that are relying on us. For their Monday night entertainment. <laughs> he said that with a laugh. Football. I wasn't joking. Yeah. Everyone, that's Sean's window. Star of tonight's show. <laughs> the window. Dude, those vinyl windows, disgusting. All right, I don't that's, want the that's sound the name of ambulances the, the to break the... Uh, <laughs> Regardless break of what happens this episode, the name of the episode <laughs> is Sean's window. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's fucking. Sorry. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Okie dokie. All right, so, okay, the last thing Magic said to you, uh, or last thing he did was point to the gate while he was talking with Curon. You were all within a small uh, circular basement of the Archdruid's Tower, of Orland's Tower. Um, When you looked about, you saw that it was uh, largely empty, save this large circle in the center. Off to the right is a small um, makeshift cot with a wood stove next to it with a tea kettle on top burning. Um, <clears throat> to the left, you would see um, a half, about a quarter circle table kind of goes along the curvature of the wall um, with a, uh, a lot of dusty and old alchemist tools all about. Um, and you'd see in the back of the room two... Uh, two doorways that lead into other rooms, both closed. Um, the satyr himself, having just pointed, has now rushed over, uh, stood up and rushed over to the tea, um, and seems to be messing around with that. Um, currently still shaking, but a little bit calmer than the, when you first met him. What would you like to do? Can I investigate the alchemist area for anything of importance? Uh, ingredients, okay. maybe I don't know, a catalyst. Give me, or maybe mandrake root. Probably mandrake root. Probably, probably, uh. probably mandrake root. Give me a investigation check. Ah, that wasn't supposed to happen. That would be an eleven. Eleven. Okay. So as soon as you uh, step over and start to look about the um, the uh, the table, the um, mandrake immediately, you kind of hear the tea kettle that he started to mess with hits the stove harshly and sort of falls to the side as he rushes over and kind of kind of grabs at your shoulder, pulling you back, just saying, "You're not to touch. You're not to touch the master's the master's setup. He might return. He might return. He might return. No, no, he's he may, he mandrake. Not. I'm sorry." Orland's Look. never coming back. They killed him. He starts to like kind of move the uh, the vials around. Even though you didn't get to touch them, he just is moving them about. It's you get a look though. I'd say you don't get to get your hands in there, and you do see there are most of the vials are broken. Um, they've sort of just degraded over time. You know, rats probably knocked them over. It's been a long time since any of this has been touched. You might even garner that Mandrake hasn't even been sleeping in here um, for the entirety of the um, the year. He said that the Archdruid wasn't hasn't he hasn't seen him. Uh, he was probably staying out in the um, uh, the hovel for much of the time um, before moving into here when it started to get more dangerous outside, perhaps with the harpies. Um, you also see uh, you see some contraptions that you've not noticed before. Um, you they're certainly alchemists in nature, um, but you're unsure uh, exactly what they are. Particularly one that looks like a it doesn't look like a design you've ever seen. There's a cauldron hanging over it, a very small cauldron, uh, like a tra- like a travel cauldron, <laughs> a travel cauldron, um, 
And it's just this contraption underneath. It looks to be made of a really um, well-made metal. Um, and it has, it's right now it's sort of the shape of it is just sort of a small box, um, a small square box that's about a couple inches tall. Um, and it has kind of an opening at the top that's closed right now. Uh, um, yes. a strange contraption. You know, double boiler. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, no, that's fine. There's two intact vials. Um, and the wood seems really stained. Like a lot of this, a lot of whatever he was working on in here has been soaked into this wood and spilled for a long time. Mandrik, do you know if your master has any mandrik root? Or where we can find Mandrake Root. Mandrake, not your name. Man Mandrake's Root? No, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I don't have any roots. <laughs> <laughs> Let oh, me see so your sad. tail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. um, he sort of, after you've backed away a little bit from the... Uh, um, the table and you ask him this he returns over to clean up a little bit of the tea and try to salvage it um, he says Look, i don't, don't know i i don't know the, how much the store master store is kept um he keeps his his supplies in the back uh, i suppose he could have had could have had some some mandrake root among other things okay uh, and I, I walk in the direction of what's assumed to be his uh, supply cabinet. And uh, can I try and, like, distract him, maybe? Like, just say, Hey, uh, Mandrick, uh, could you tell me how long you've been here? Did, was it was it Orlin who summoned you here? Like, how long have you been in this tower? So you see Matt, Mandrake is keeping his eyes on on timber um hello hey he is uh so he does mandrake is it's a small enough space where you really can't keep his vision away from uh from timber and he does respond to you but not also without moving over to the door and kind of blocking timber like well i've been here my whole life i've i've uh there I've are known people the dying that need that route. You've said nothing. You've just come here. You said the master's dead, and now you've come to take all of his supplies. You start messing with his tables. You tell me he's dead. You've are you one in. of those people that believe that the dead are going to come back? Dead are coming back. Or I, you've given me or no you, proof. You, you, you've given me no proof. You give somebody uh, items on their grave, thinking that they use it in the afterlife. Anyway, uh, <laughs> look, uh, look at me. Yeah. Look, you think <laughs> look, look, look at, look and, at me. As three people are talking to him, he's looking around, getting increasingly defensive. Yes, yes, don't, don't, as you're don't touching worry. his things. We're not here to take any of your things. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is this, do you want to stay in this tower for the rest of your life? Or, or are you looking to maybe move out of this? I mean, it's, it's good to get out of your parents' homes, am I right? Um, maybe it might be time to start looking for your own place. 
Uh, and we can help with that, is the point. We have good contacts in a town not far from here. It's got people, it's got women, it's got men, if that's your thing. We have all sorts of things. It's beautiful. It's got shut nature, up, shut up, too. Shut up, shut up. Uh, I mean, it give me a, uh, a persuasion check. Yeah, that's fair. Does it look bad. like that Mandrick is actually the skittish or that he's acting? Like, is he being truthful? Give me an insight check. How's a 17? A 17? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll at the very least say he, you know, he's still a li little bit panicked, but he's calming. He's continuing to calm down. You know, he can talk a little bit more focused than he could a few moments ago when he was sort of babbling about his master. Now he's just defending his master's things. At this point, though, he kind of calms down, looking to you. So I said, well, leave this place. I don't want to leave. I. This is my. This is the only. This is my home. It has been. For a long time. Okay, I, I totally understand. I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't want you to feel that I'm pushing you to do that. Um, I was just wondering because you seem very alone out here, and you seemed rather scared of us when we showed up. Uh, that you may be expecting um, uh, hazardous, not hazardous. Uh, uh, ill-intended people to show up. Um, and and I wanted to ensure that you knew that there was a safer place that you could go to. And I wanted to offer our help in bringing you there. Or, or going with you there. Shannon, uh, what'd you get in your insight check? 13. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's not super easy to read with the franticness. Um, and that's for the most part to you makes you feel as though he is being truthful in the sense of if he was, if he was lying, he'd be putting on a real good show. Okay. Um, you know, he, it definitely looks as though he hasn't seen another person or humanoid in a long time besides Harvey's. <laughs> um, he does look back, to, he just sort of keep an eye on Cal as, as he's still kind of standing in front of that door. Um, so, Things changed when, when the hoppies they, they, they took more ground, and I've spent the last year trying to keep the master's swamp from from being overrun. Um, so I do. I know that this might be difficult for you to con conceive or think about right now, um, but I do want you to know that this fundamentally is your swamp now. Um, it's uh, with with the Archbishop having met a, a having passed on. Um, this is uh, it's it's. I mean, squatters' rights, right, guys? I don't I don't see any problem with this being their fault. <coughs> You've still given me any proof that that the Archbishop is dead. The Archdruid is dead. <coughs> the Timber sorry. at this point uh, t takes and brings out the mask. I was so, just gonna so tell so you to that. do that. <laughs> You read my mind. He's dead. Did you kill him? No. How do you have that? I feel like we already went over this. Um, <laughs> did we find it, Scarlet? We did. did we? we did. I sent some mm. conflict in this group. No. <laughs> That's a good insight. Uh, I said that. His eyes, his eyes did widen upon seeing the mask. He... he 
tenses up, but and he does ask that question. like, how do you, how did you get this? Um, but it says it seems to, at the very least, you make it the impression that it proves to him that maybe the Archdruid is dead. But it's not necessarily a good thing for him to see that you've just showed up, started vesting, vestiging through his things, and then show him the relic he was babbling about earlier that his master had. How about that tea? Is the tea ready? I'm going to pour some tea. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Wiswick. Wiswick lifts the tea. Wiswick starts to drink the tea. There's only one cup here. (laughs) (laughs) You you see there are a lot of broken cups. There is just one cup for the tea. Um... The satyr at this point, he's tensed up and his arms are no longer blocking the, the doorway. And he sort of starts to step slowly towards Timber, um, looking down at the mask. Why? No touch. Why? <laughs> I don't like this one. Why do you have that? How did you get it? You, what did you, how did you say he died? You said he was he executed. Was executed. In By a the Lord, big public square of Maginset, sir, for crimes against his people, including but not limited to blood sacrifices, the zombification of corpses, general malfeasance, that too, and betraying the public trust. Yes, we believe it is because of this mask that he had a turn for. Well, evil, I guess. It may be like cursed or something. I don't know. It seems to be a theme. (laughs) But whatever it is, it seems that he started doing these not-so-nice things when he got this mask. You said given to him by a cloaked man in yellow from the Ruination. Could you please explain that a little more? Is that, uh, is, that, is that Stefan or Curon asking yeah, that? Right. <laughs> Where does one start and the other end? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> He's a method actor. He's Stefan Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, sort of, as you're saying this and Timber pulls the mask away, he, he slinks to the side and kind of finds himself sitting on the cot. Wiswick next to him, sipping tea. <laughs> Yeah, what you say is true. Uh, the mask is no other way. It must have been that mask that made him do this. Uh, I've known Orland since he was a boy. He's a good, good man. He wanted to help me get home. The stranger. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. What? What is it? How How long have you been here? In the tower? In this... How long have you been away from home? Uh, hmm. uh, th- thousands. Thousands of years. I... Oh. This is... Do you want to go home? 
more than anything. I'm at the end of this life cycle. I need, I need to get there. Do you remember the Feywild? It, I mean, honestly, it's been a long time. I'm just concerned that it might not be the way you remembered it. I have glimmers of memories. I've... I don't remember clearly, but I know... I know it was grey last time I saw it. Yes. The Archdruid Orlin seemed to think that these sacrifices of blood would help revive Feywild. He said that that's why he committed these atrocities in service to the Ash Keeper. That that's what the Ash Keeper wanted. Does no. that sound correct to you? No, no, no. No, Dagda would never. Danya would never seek. The Font Mother would never. Right, but am I mistaken that the Font Mother and the Ash Keeper are two separate entities? Yes. The Ashkeeper is dead. The Font Mother watches over his his body. The Archdruid said that the Ashkeeper had spoken to him. Do you think this is possible? That a dead god could speak? Uh, maybe. We've all... There's been counts of voices from other places in the cosmos, but I don't think it's possible for the Dagda to ask for this. He sacrificed himself. He would never ask others to. Who do you think would benefit from something? Those who wish to profane the Ash Keeper's name, make to mislead. Would um, would another of the gods perhaps benefit from sacrifice of that nature? A chained god, maybe. Do you know of any? I'm. Hmm. I don't. Chain gods are gone. They're sealed away. They were no way. Uh, perhaps. No. Maybe. You see, his his stare goes like a thousand mi like a thousand mile stare at this point. Um, this is he kind of locks up, and his <clears throat> eyes are kind of going wide, thinking about <clears throat> not. No, the chain chain gods uh, 
walked away too far. But perhaps a servant of theirs? Perhaps. Maybe a cloaked man in yellow? If he wasn't so distraught, he'd, he'd roll his eyes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he... He, that at the mention of the man, the cloaked man in yellow, he, his he, his hands, his face sinks into his hands. <sighs> oh, sh- All right, guys. We should, we should have known better than to let stranger in. Yeah, I don't think we're getting much out of this guy anymore. Mandrick, you've been real help to us, and I feel like we we need something from you. Could could you tell us? What, what can we do to make your life better? How can we help you so you can help us? I don't know if you could help me. Are you powerful magic users? Certainly not, though. Well, Fredia <laughs> Wiswick claims to control the weaves of magic. I'm sure well, I do dabble. With my help, might be able to lend you some assistance. What can we do for you? I don't know if you're strong enough to bring me home. But yeah, I wouldn't say that's a very logical leap. If we were going to do something of that scale, we would need a lot of preparation. We can get you started on those things. Maybe if you have any notes from your old master that you could ha- allow me to look at, I could point you in the right direction. Um, someone's going to say something? We might have Denver. or know somebody that could help you. Maybe. Maybe. It's very if true. You, if you come back Actually, he makes a point. Leave with you. Yes. Just for a short while. Yes. <coughs> um, perhaps if you could get me, maybe not bring me there, but the secrets might be in the... I don't know if you can decipher my master's notes. But can we take it with us? He's most. There's a druidess back at Maginset. She was working on translating your master's journal. That's how we found this place. If you could give us his notes, maybe she can assist us and in turn assist you in returning you to the Feywild. There's also a powerful magic user there who might know something about creating portals. This this is where he would go when he left to this this town? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm sorry my memory is not as it used to be. I... Is this Bracklin Glen or is this... Imagine set. Imagine set. About a day's day and a half travel south. Perhaps if you. Oh, okay. 
And what what would what sort of magic powerful magical user is in this town that can help me? Um well there's several druids. <laughs> One of them He's a general <laughs> uh, yeah, there's him too, but I don't know about that. Do Not letting you, really you go to the bathroom, Clayton. Going... <laughs> he, he's very capable. I've witnessed his power myself. He knows a lot about the world and what he uh, and has many magical uh, devices at his disposal. I don't think we should be telling. We should be offering his services without his permission. We're yeah, but offering, it doesn't hurt to ask. Suggesting. That's exactly what you're doing. Not quite. So then what would you call it? We're saying that there's a chance that the general may assist. We're not guaranteeing anything. So false hope. That's... No. Is false hope... Ooh. There's no such thing as false hope. As long as you have hope, you can do anything. You've got to have somewhere to start yeah, off with, right? This is like the best bet I can think of. <laughs> Druids down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know if I'd want to go to the town or to this general. That's fair. Doesn't I don't see really anyone know if you can help me. But this you mentioned a druidess. Yes, Wayla is her name. Wayla. That too. Yeah, you're not very good with names. No, <laughs> no it's one of my character flaws. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose you're the only, only people I've got left. Unless I want to go try to talk to those wretched harpies. Well, you'll always have Orlin right in here. Kieran says, pointing to his heart. Perhaps, if he is. As Rotten, as you say, now. I don't know if I do. His memory will always be in your heart. <laughs> Before he turned evil. I also find that it's quite easy to find memories at the bottom of a bottle, too. <laughs> I don't know if I like you all. I thought it was the lack thereof memories. <laughs> so where do we stand on that mandrake? I suppose... If there are people sick, we may look in the master's store. Thank you. Timber, get on with it. It's, it's you, little one. If you wish to, if you think that his notes would help you, you can look in his, his study. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Also, what's the deal with the Archdruid in, um, making cursed rings? Cursed rings? Yes. I mean, he was primarily an alchemist. <clears throat> I don't think he worked in jewelry. Maybe no, not in metals. the jewelry department, but the enchantment. Yes, he worked in the perfume section. I didn't... <clears throat> I personally didn't assist in many of the, man the experiments. I offered my expertise when possible, but I did not see any rings or enchantments okay. of rings. Just, he enchanted uh... many things. Mm -hmm. It's very possible. Okay. 
Just just checking there. So I've just could have been any any point in this year long um, isolation. Timber would like to investigate the mm-hmm. cabinet of goodies. Yep, me too. So it's uh <laughs> so the door he was guarding leads to the storage area, which Timber can it's not locked, the rooms aren't locked. So you can easily go in. So go ahead and give me an investigation roll. Um, looking for Mandrake uh, root. Um, and Wizwick, if you were to go into that room, what you would find is um, a very plain um, bedroom slash study. There's a, like, a finer bed than the cot outside. Um, there is uh, a bookshelf that's very barren. There's very few books on it. Um, you could look for any sort of notes or anything on there. There are some parchments. Um, and then there is a a small dresser cabinet um, that may have um, other items in it as well. Uh, I'm going to make a quick investigation mm-hmm. uh, at, through the bookcase and just whatever is lying around to see if there's yeah. anything that catches my eye. But yeah. I'm just going to do it as fast as possible. And then I'm going to try and close the door and begin a ritual of detect magic out of his sight. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, give me an investigation. Ten. Um, FYI. Ten. Okay. So, when you look through uh, the room, the room is stacked pretty heavily with barrels and uh, small crates and larger crates. Um, you kind of it takes you a while, I'd say, um, looking through. Most of it is uh, actually food storage. Um, uh, very uh, various um, <clears throat> dried out food. Salted foods, foods to be preserved, um, and then there's a smaller section of barrels that is alchem- alchemical tools. You do find um, one medium-sized crate that is largely filled with mandrake root. I got a I twenty-four. Think- amongst other um, various crates of alchemical supplies. Um. Okay. Can I look for something specific? If you'd like to, I'd say it takes you a while to find that man. Okay. But since you're in that spot where the alchemical stuff is, you can make a second investigation to find something specific. Um, I would, like to, would, get, like, to I would like to look for um, water elemental. Water elemental. A water elemental. No, 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 well, not, not a. Uh, uh, sorry, I forget what it's called. It, uh, it's called with, water. Um. <laughs> It's I'll go back to Wizwick while yeah, you exactly. figure out what you're what the reagent you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> uh Wizwick, what'd you get? I got a 24. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> Alright, so you find you do find um some uh rolled up parchments that when you open them up, there's uh one that is uh specifically a transportation circle drawing. Um, with several notes scribbled all around it. Um, this one, um, so this transportation circle in the center, notes scribbled all across it, little lines going to different runes. Um, it definitely looks like a good lead, at least. I'm not sure if it's immediately helpful, but it may be upon further investigation. Um, you do find some other loose papers around, but they seem rather incomplete and a little bit incoherent um, right now. Um, and then you also find, um, a, uh, another scroll with a, um, just another scroll. 
you find another scroll that when you open it upon first inspection, it clearly looks like some sort of magical equation, some kind of spell scroll. Hmm. I'd like to, you don't immediately recognize what spell it is. I was going to, but you were talking and I didn't want to talk about you. Um, I was going to follow Wizwick into that room. Okay. And I want to look for everything that doesn't inspire. That doesn't what? The joke worked better when it just said. Um, okay. Nothing. I'm just going to I'm just gonna watch it back. It's <laughs> okay. All right. It, it, um, it's called elemental water. FYI. Okay. As opposed to, you know, water. Yeah. The element. <laughs> Correct. No, I know. I, I understand. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. elemental piss. What yes. it is? Yes. Oh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um. All right, Wiswick. Do you want to begin ritually casting? Um. Detect magic. Correct. Okay. So you kind of do that quick scan. You grab those. Um. um I'm assuming yeah, you're going to take those scrolls. I take the two important scrolls and like put them away. But the mm-hmm. rest of them, I'm just like kind of just got all around me as like as if I was like lo- working on them but instead yeah. I'm like working on something behind yeah. them <laughs> slightly trying to conceal your uh your spell with uh as if you're reading his papers yeah okay great um all right so I'd say timber for you what did what'd you get in your second investigation check oh I didn't roll it okay that's uh, a 12 <laughs> so I'd say generally speaking your whole search in that room about um, looking through all those things, um, you do not find any elemental water. Okay. But you do find the mandrake root. Okay. Um, for Curon and uh, Curon and Scarlet, <clears throat> while you're out there, um, is there anything you'd like to do while you're waiting for your compatriots? Um, I'd say while Wiswick is channeling his uh, ritual. Um, I will go up to Curon. Um, trying to like be quiet so that the satyr doesn't hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if the room is big enough for that to happen, but I'm gonna try anyway. You'd you'd speak enough to like be away from the satyr and whisper to each other, but mm. you'd look a little suspicious whispering at each other. I mean, you could roll kind of to. I guess I'd say if you want to really not have the satyr notice you whispering to each other, you can mm-hmm. like, roll a stealth. Mm-hmm. But if you're okay with him not hearing you but still seeing you kind of talk to each other, mm-hmm. then you can just whisper to each other. Um, no, I want to be stealthy. Okay. Do you want me to so, do that first or do you want me to talk yeah, first? Give me a stealth roll for how casual you look as you're talking <laughs> to Kiran. And if okay. he he's, he may not respond casually, so okay. be prepared. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not casual at all because that was a two, so <laughs> ten total. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not so bad. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the Seder is bad. fairly distraught right now um, as he's kind of sitting on his cot. Um, he is just sort of staring down at the ground and, and occasionally running his hand through his hair and kind of fidgeting. Um, you can easily enough. He's not going to notice right away unless you guys start talking loudly. Okay. Um, so I'm going to look at Kieran dead in the eye and say, as far as anyone knows, we found the mosque here. And that is what we are going to tell the general. Okay. Um, okay, I can, I can do that. Can you? I need you to be 110% sure that you can say that. Yes, yes. Um, 
Do I believe him? No. <laughs> he. You can tell he's trying to make an effort, but you can see that glimmer in his eye that says, like, ooh, that's tough. So, Kieron, tell me, where did we get this mask? We got the mask at the Archdruid's tower. We found it here. Um, are we gonna... I guess we'll discuss this on the way back, but will we tell the general about the Seder? Um, I mean, I feel like he's going to find out eventually, and if he finds out that we withheld that information, that wouldn't be good. Okay, well then, we either have to make sure that the Seder agrees with us, mm. um, or just hope the general never asks him about it. Or this is all blown over and, you know, no one's asking anyone about who found the mask and what. You're pretty charming. Do you think you can make him think we did actually find it here? Do you think I'm charming? <laughs> Don't read too much into it. Kiran is like, he can't believe someone would compliment him like this. Um, I take it back. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I don't think we can convince the satyr that we found it here, considering we told him we got it in Magin set kind of mm. already. So then what do you propose? Uh, telling the truth. Cal walks out of the room. <laughs> I'd say Cal. Over, thank you. I'd say Cal. Cal, you notice. You notice. Wizwick sits down. You can. You can see he's doing some sort of ritual casting, and you're like, okay. <laughs> and you, when you step out, you do see. See to your left. You see the satyr is kind of very much so deep in thought, not paying attention at all to anything around him. The, uh, and your two compatriots are whispering in the corner, unstealthily and suspiciously. <laughs> okay, I'd Can like to... Help me with this? I'll be there in a moment. I'd like to saunter casually over to my non-stealth companions and, um... Mm -hmm. and say, so, um... What are we whispering about? <laughs> The fact that we found the mask here. Yes, we found it outside in the swamp. Oh, in the swamp? In the, well, near the swamp. At the beginning of the swamp. Kind of the entrance to the swamp, near the statue with the three gems. Oh, and, and it could have been nope. held by one of the assassins. Hmm, see, I'm not so bad at this lying thing. But... No, no, it wasn't... The, no, the, the, no, the, the assassins were... No, you're ritual casting. The assassins <laughs> were mean I don't have the ears. Well, if we said that one of no, them it was just on the ground. stole the mask. On the ground. No, it was on the yes, ground. Too many details the of the swamp by the statue. By the and statue, when we found the it, the sun was gleaming on it. Just no, right no, like, Magic, no, Magic. No, Hello, no. Magic. <laughs> Do you know why that mask that we found was on the ground outside of the swamp? Yes, Cal. At this, Kieran uh, gives a huff and just walks to go to Timber. Because <laughs> he's like, Timber said he needed help. I can't. I don't think I should be here. I thought I, I thought you got it from him in Maginset. No, 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 no. We found it on the way. <sighs> we think it was his because mm. you know he had. We had seen him wear it, but then we found it in the swamp, at the entrance of the swamp, outside of the traps. He did not a good lie. He, he didn't have it when he died. Uh, he may have. We didn't search his body. Well, how did it get here? That's what I'm asking you. 
Didn't you say he died only a few days ago? Um, three-ish? Five-ish? Five-ish. Give me a perce- uh, deception check. Yeah, that's that's totally <gasps> fair. <laughs> Roll high, please. Yeah, that'll do. That's a natural 20. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so a dirty 21 for you? All right. Dirty 21. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Mandrick seems to, he's, he's still, I'd say he's still suspicious of your statement. Um, but as far as you can tell, he believes you as he sort of looks down. He's, if he wasn't with him when he died, he was out in the swamps, then he might, he might be a stranger. What? The stranger may have taken it back. That makes sense to me. Did you see anyone in the swamps? Any, I asked you if you were followed. I, so, I saw no one in the swamps. We saw nobody... The whole time we were in the swamp, we saw nobody other than harpies. Um, we did, uh, at one point, Kiron mentioned that he thought we were being followed on the road. But by the time we got to the swamp, there was no one there, I believe. And I believe it was just you, actually, that was following us. I was, I've been in the building this entire time. Yeah, I don't think it was. No, but we met you outside. That was weird. I came out when I heard the noise. That makes sense. Of the dogs barking. Woof, woof. Ambiance <laughs> <laughs> uh, provided by Stefan's game. Stefan's Um... Wizwick, I'm gonna get back to you for while they're okay. uh, while they're like, yes, lied, lying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you complete your ritual casting spell, um, and I would say that you do uh, one the um, scroll that you have uh, glimmers with magic, um, glimmers with necromantic magic, um, and then the dresser has a gl- slight glow of um, of magic inside of it. Um, that I would say School of Magic. Magic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, a bag of holding, but a toilet. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, oh my. I that's funny. Was, I thought that there's a whole discussion I saw on Twitter thing. about like, like too many D&D campaigns have, like, outhouses in them while, like, all this fantastical magic exists that could take care of plumbing easily. They're just some shit plane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, magic, it depends on your setting. If it's common or not. Um, uh, sorry, I was just looking up um, <laughs> what uh, type of magic is that is inside the dresser. Um, well, I'm already feeling good about it just for the fact that you have to no. <laughs> <laughs> it's conjuration. Ooh. Um, yes and please. I go <laughs> I go to the drawer and okay. I carefully open it slowly. Okay. Um it, it opens up quite um slowly and easily. Um inside you find clothes. You find a uh just some old dirty uh tunics. Um, and, and other just very simple clothing. 
Um, if your spell is still up, and as you're digging through the arch druid's laundry, um, you find at the bottom of the dresser, or no, I guess it was in the top dresser, um, <laughs> you do find... Did I have to climb? You did have to leap up to pull it open, and then you leapt up and climbed onto the top of the dresser and was looking down in it. <laughs> oh, so I'm like a cat in a dresser right now. You I'm essentially are like a, a cat that got into their owner's dresser and pulling all the clothes out. <laughs> Great. Um, you dig through and you do find, ultimately, uh, what is glowing um, is a uh, pair of socks. Uh, I immediately take my <laughs> shoes off. <laughs> okay. Curse and socks. begin putting on the socks. <laughs> Curse socks. So if they're cursed put... socks, I will cry. <laughs> this, I'm just going to... This game is eventually cursed armor and clothes and rings on that make you vulnerable to all damage. <laughs> um, oh, Wiswick, didn't you... Uh, that just reminded me. Um, Wiswick, didn't you put on cursed, uh, cursed ring as yep. well? I think okay. fire. Fire uh, uh, resistance or immune... Weakness, weakness, to vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, vulnerability. Um, so the socks don't do not do not do anything when you put them on. Okay, but I put my shoes back on over the socks, and I leave my dirty socks in the. <laughs> and then I close it all up as if I never was there. Okay. And how, okay. how much time do I have left on the spell? Uh, you have, I'd say, with all the climbing. You did. Um, you probably have another like uh, two or three minutes on it. Okay, so I'm gonna quickly co- go out of the room, back into the room with everyone else, with the spell still active, and just mm-hmm. like have my hand out, like kind of just like not paying attention to anyone unless somebody like yells at me. But okay. I'm just gonna quickly like I'm just scurrying around the room, like making a big s- sweeping motion to try and like reach as much space as possible before time runs out. I have a 30 foot, so like I might be able to get the whole room just from yeah. where I'm in. You'll I'm you'll now. definitely be able to um to get the whole room. Um and even if I could sweep into the storage room that would be even better. Uh I'd say easily enough you can sweep into the storage room with timber where you find um, Kiron is in there with Timber. Before Wisbeck gets in there, Kiron, what would you like to do? You find Timber ripping boxes open and searching through them. I'd say by this point, it's been 15 or 20, about 15, 18 minutes, maybe a little bit more since uh, Timber first went in there. I'd say, Timber, um, you are still searching for the Mandrake Root at this time. Okay. Um, very shortly, you'll, you'll find it. Um, but is there anything that Kieran wants to do while you're in there, or you want Kieran to help you with? Look for this root, o- or okay. or this water. <laughs> and I, I minor uh, illusion, I minor illusion, like like very simple image of what they kind of look like as I'm scurrying. You got it, dog. Uh, so Kiran's going to, do you want me to roll investigation or something or perception or? Yeah. So you showed him, uh, the root and asked him to root also and the water. search for it and the water. Okay. If, if he comes across uh, either of them. All right. Give me uh yeah. Give me an investigation check. Twelve. 
12? Yes. All right, so I say for the sake of... So since you came in 20 minutes into the hour he was originally searching, mm-hmm. I'll say you find the Mandrake root quicker. Um, but he does not find any elemental water. All right, I need help lifting this out. I don't know how we're gonna bring all this. How much mandrake root did we find? Crate full, you said? A medium crate size of it. And how much would that Uh, weigh? That is a good question. Um, Is a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks heavier? Really, that's where we start. I would say... It's quite a lot, so I'd say you could. It's it's not heavy enough where you couldn't carry it, like or at least two people couldn't carry it easily. It's something where one person was carrying it. It would it would they couldn't go far without like sort of doing that like moving someone into their apartment thing where you're like, <laughs> right. Um, but if two people were to carry it, it'd be very easy. So I mean, it's the the fung the uh, the root. It's dense, but it's not super heavy. But there is a lot of it in there. Certainly enough to create a lot of potions. Dope. Or quite a large brew of a potion. Have you seen any uh, wheel battles or anything? Um, no, I don't believe so. I'm sure we can manage just carrying it. Yeah, Cal's a strong guy. Yeah, or Wizwick can help. That was Uh, a joke. I'm trying to be funny. Kiron's trying this new thing called humor. Can I be humorous? Do I laugh? Do I laugh? Do I laugh? <laughs> no, I don't laugh. <laughs> That's fair. I wouldn't respect you if you did. Uh, Wizwick, by this point, you, um, you there's two things that glimmer magic to you. Um, uh, one is the little square underneath the, um, the cauldron. Um, and another one is, uh, is actually in the storage room with... Um, with Timber and uh, Timber and Kiran. Okay, so I think I see the magic. Uh, say I have like two minutes left. Mm-hmm. I need. I think I need a minute to identify the school. So I glance over the uh, w- whatever's under the goblet or the cauldron, and mm-hmm. I want to focus my attentions towards the thing that I see in the. Uh, yeah. It's uh, evocation. Evocation, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say, hold on, guys. Wait one second. Uh, I sense some magic in here. We better be careful. It's not the kind that's usually nice. You mean, is it more cursed items? <laughs> Maybe. Hard to say at the moment. Womp womp. Uh, I'm going to carefully approach where I saw the evocation uh, coming from. Mm-hmm. And is it in a box or anything like that, or is it just like something that's sitting there? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's a just, box itself, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 itself like a metal box with sort of a latch that opens up like this in the center. Checking the box. Uh, I, yeah, I point towards the box to everyone. And then I look for something long that I could possibly, or maybe I'll just use my pickaxe. Like I'm holding the metal end of the pickaxe, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna try and lift the top of the box 
like the latch open to open the box at the end of the pickaxe. Why are you wasting the rest of your time? You you have the other <laughs> the other magic item that's sitting there. I'm not too interested in that. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. <laughs> you might not. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Uh, I, I assume it's some sort of magical cooking utensil, and I'm not too worried about it. I could look at it. If I really wanted it, I could look it up later. <laughs> I think it's more... Pro- that's true. I, I, think I guess it, that's true. I think it's more important to keep you guys safe. Yeah. I think there's something uh, dangerous no, no, in No, no, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, I'd say give me, like, a sleight of hand check. Okay. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, plus three. Let's see what we got. How about a five? Okay. So... You're pretty good at that. <laughs> I'd say you try to... Ground, so it's a little hard for you to get it open. Um, I'd say you straight up knock it on the ground. Uh, <laughs> I drop my pickaxe, and I... <laughs> the, the, the box, the box <laughs> falls from the table, knocking over a few... The, 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 um the two vials that were or knocking over a bunch of vials um, and it clamors across the room. Um, Magic looks up sort of like, Oh, what are you doing? Um, everyone looks over at you and kind of, cause you said it was dangerous. Uh, Magic doesn't even 100% know if it's dangerous. <laughs> he kind of, kind of shields himself a little too. You drop the pickaxe. Nothing happens though. Hmm. Did this fall at anyone's feet? Maybe. No. Okay, good. Because if it fell at Kieran's foot, he would totally just pick it. But if it's not right next to him... No, no, no. You're in the other other room. You're in the other room. (laughs) You're helping me. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was confused. My bad. Yeah, this is at the tail end of you helping him find the Mandrake root, essentially. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Looks like a false alarm, guys. I pick up my pickaxe and I slowly reach for the uh, box to pick it up. Nothing happens. Uh, I put this f- when the you box turn back- it. I, I would say when you oh. turn it, since you picked it up and you kind of it's a little bit closer to the light source. That's the fo- the wood stove. It's pretty dark in here, other than the like the, a few torches lit and that stove. You can see kind superior of the flickering. Dark vision. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I, but I'm more so superior dark vision. Beyond, it's not about your your vision. It's about its reaction to light. Um, okay. And the in the movement of the fire and you moving it closer you can see on the edges all around it is um is script that uh kind of it doesn't react to the flame it's just the light glimmers it's almost like a effervescent paint where when depending on how the light hits it you can see it or not see it you can see script around it that is um that's not any language you know uh, and it's slightly think... sigil-like runic as well. Uh, I want to take this box. Is there anything in the box, first of all? Did it open up? You can't get it open. Ah, okay. I, I'm going to take the box out of the storage room and hold it closer to the fire and begin uh, writing what I see on okay. a different, on a separate uh, The box wasn't in the storage room. The box was on the table of alchemist kits, of oh, the alchemist okay. stuff. And the, the other thing that you you saw light up was in the storage room. Oh, so the cauldron, the thing that was below the cauldron, was in the storage room? 
No, no it was, that, that's the box you picked up. No, because you, I said the box underneath the cauldron in at the alchemist table, um, and then I said another thing glimmered in the storage room. That's why I was yelling at you to so, use your yeah. time wisely. Wow, I'm very confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm in. The, if that's the yeah. case, this, I'm there's going just to... the room, and then there's room in one that was the bedroom office, and then they are in the storage room. You are out in the central area you moving around the whole thing you would have got everything so you caught the storage room thing and you caught the box under the cauldron okay so i pulled out a box from underneath the cauldron mm-hmm. i dropped it on the floor like haphazardly slowly mm-hmm. picked it up realized that it had these runes on it was very interested in it mm-hmm. uh since i'm in the same room as the satyr mm-hmm. i kind of look towards him and i say I think I might have found a clue for you, but uh, before I tell you about it, I just got to check. There might be more dangerous things. I-, I think I sensed something from the storage room. I'll-, I'll be right back. And I go over there. Okay. Guys. Mandrake, Mandrake just... Mandrake. <laughs> Mandrake just sort of looks kind of like... I don't I have no. I have no fucks left. <laughs> I don't even know, you know. I, I, I yeah. He has no fucks left to give. He's just sort of. I need to either stay or get out of here. <laughs> um. So you go ahead and you head over to the. You when you get in there, you notice that uh, Curon and, and Timber are dragging out a, a large um, crate um, that has Mandrake root in it. Don't trip over the little man. Hey guys, good job. Uh, I'm glad you found it. Um, there's something else I was interested in here, you know, I was just searching around for magic devices. Uh, you guys might want to avoid that Go thing. Do on it. The... Okay, thanks. I, I crawl under the barrel as they lift it over me. And <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, go for this third mystery item. Okay. Um, so your detect magic is over, so I'm going to ask you to remember where you saw the glow and to search for an item there that seems like it might be what what uh what glowed okay you have a pretty good idea of where it is i just want you to give i got a 10 plus 6 which is 16 okay um all right so you are able to find it um you sort of are pushing through some barrels. One of them falls over and some dried meats come scattering out on the floor. Um, and uh, as you're kind of crawling th- and, and you're kind of actually almost like, it's not like it was designed this way. It just fits you well that you find this like alcove in the back where the, the boxes just hadn't been pushed up enough. And you find kind of sitting there on the ground had been knocked over some point potentially or was lost here fell here is a little token that i'm actually going to roll see which kind you get Ooh! so it's a feather generated loot it's a feather token i roll a percentile die there are six different options where's my percentile die or i mean i you still have to identify describe it based on what uh, item it is. Oh, don't worry. Clayton as a player already knows what this item is. <laughs> I, I figured you did. 
<laughs> of course, it's this one. <laughs> All right, so you see a... Yeah, well, I rolled for it. I'm sticking with it. Uh, you see a feather, like a nice, uh, um, like uh, very beautiful quail's feather um, that is attached to a wooden token that is in the shape of a very finely carved swan. Hmm. Uh, I pocket this bad boy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to then unfurl my uh, my hint scroll for the fate teleportation, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it like into the folds of my Feywildian book. And yep. I'm gonna come back into the main room with it. Okay. Um, so you, uh, Scarlet and Cal, you see Timber and Curon walk out with a large crate that they put down into the center of the room. Um, a short while later, Wizwick returns, um, com- very confident looking. Um, you see, uh, um, Magic. Mandrick uh, looks up from his hand. Do you have what you need? I hope so. Yes. Um, what is your decision? Well, I'd... And just for a more um, contextual reference, his voice, ha- it doesn't, I'm speaking in this sort of muted sort of voice here but like what you're actually hearing out of his voice is something i can't do um his like um his voice is almost echo like in the sense of his i don't even know exactly how to describe it It, it's very common like magical creatures in movies and stuff have this sort of uh voice that uh is deep like ethereal yeah i guess ethereal is a good way to yeah um yeah, ethereal, I'll say. <clears throat> Otherworldly is also a good description. I, I suppose... I suppose I can go see your druidess. Will I reserve the right to come back here? Of I course. Wish. Do you have any cart or wheel battle? I mean, there was... In all of them... North of here is a passage that the master used to bring supplies from. Um, it was. Uh, I, I want to carry this kit. Great, but there may be I a cart there. It won't have a horse by any means. Mm. How much do you need timber? Couldn't we just carry some? That we need enough for the, all of that. the town. Yeah, I want to walk absolutely. over and I want to show off my muscles and I'm just going to grab the crate out of both their hands. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Muscles. I'm actually not even that strong. <laughs> What's, yeah, what, what is your strength? I mean, I'm sure D&D stats, you guys can carry it, but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I just put on the socks of Tensor's floating disc, so he should be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Does does the Art Druid have any uh, uh, pants here? 
pants. Can I borrow some pants? Do you think he would mind? Actually, it doesn't matter what he thinks. Are they gonna fit on you? I'll, I'll rip them. It's, I suppose there's no other use for them. I uh, Timber will walk into his room and look through his clothes. There's definitely pants there. I, um, I'll I'll rip them to make them fit. Yeah, it'll definitely. You, it's much more like um, tight shorts for you. Uh, yeah. or dungaroos. I don't know what they would call yeah. them. Hulk style? We're going with, with like incredible it's, Hulk it's, I wouldn't say it's Hulk style, but it's certainly like cliche Wolfman ripped up at the like mid-cav uh, to make sure it fits over it, over your calves. <laughs> or your uh, thighs. Yeah, and your thighs. It's definitely a temporary solution. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to rip them into a loincloth at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's exactly what they're becoming. <laughs> so uh, I uh I found a lot of goodies in this uh tower that I think you can help me with. And I give him the book with the uh notes uh, with the scroll mm-hmm. in it, and I say, I believe this is what we I found to help our Seder friend here. I don't know if you could decipher any of this on your own, but I figure if you're taking him to Wayla she likes you the best, so you've already got her deciphering things for you. I think that would be the best course of action. You should have this stuff. Of course, thank you. I'll make sure mm-hmm. to give this to her so she can begin her translations. And um, yeah, I just begin to do what I said before about the box. I want to hold it up to the light and start scribbling notes. Yeah, easily enough. Oh, or even if I have time. Yeah, I don't know how long that would take me. I might just want to cast Identify. I mean, it would Wizzik, probably... Wizzik, we to have to go. Wizwick, we have to go. <laughs> to, co- to copy it down in a legible way, it would probably take the same amount as a Ritual Identify spell. Well, yeah, I might not Was it 11 minutes for... Or, or, yeah, it would take you, like... Definitely isn't going to be just... To actually get the text how it looks and not just to, like, pretty much make useless scribbles, You would, it would take a little while, 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, so it's about the same time. Uh, I think I would prioritize the identify spell. If uh, guys, I don't know what type of magic is in this box, but I sense a. Uh, I mean, like I don't know what this box does, but I have a sense of conjuration magic within it. If it has something inside that might uh, help us move this big thing, it might be worth me taking the time to investigate it. it. it you was guys under, mind if you hang out a little while? It was um, under maybe. a alchemical skit. It's probably like a like a fire starter or something. It probably won't help us. I mean, if it was Let's just go! Starter, would, and, then, <laughs> and then I pick, I pick well, up the box. Wait, wait, the box is I mean, evocation. The, the token is conjuration. Ah, yes. okay. This is part of our mix-up before, yeah. The box yeah. is evocation. Which, that actually makes way which more makes, sense. Which makes, oh yeah, <laughs> it all makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> so you took the time uh, to actually look at the cooking thing, actually. <laughs> okay. So I shut up, and I say, okay, whatever, later. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What time of day is it, DM? 
So it's pretty late in the day since you spent a majority of the day moving through the swamps. Um, so I'd say at this point it's approaching um, it's approaching early evening. Um, you know, when you first got to the tower, probably um, starting to get uh, pretty dark, um, dusky. So I'd say if you stepped out right now, you would see that it's it's nighttime, early evening. How many days do we have left? Can we afford to stay the night and then set off in the morning? Yes, I believe it's only been... Because we just... We spent the one night in the uh, ruins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we spent just today in the... Uh, yeah, you took about... And then exploring it. Yeah, you took about half the day um, to get here to the swamp and then the other half exploring the swamp. Um, we have five days before the end of our... Uh, a lot of time. So Five I days remaining? Yes. I don't care how many days we've had left. We need to get back as soon as possible. Okay, Tinga, do you really think it's smart to go night. at night? Yes. I, I, I'm still mad at you, but I agree. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> Let us so, take refuge. Um, Mandrick, would you allow us to spend the night here, and then tomorrow morn we can set out early for the town of Maginset? I, I suppose you can sleep here or above, as you wish. I may, I may go to my hovel and prepare and pack my things. Be back here. Where is your hovel? It's right outside the tower. Do you remember where we were? Uh, like, was it like your, past- your feet or so? It's yeah, was it past my it? short yeah. sword and my shield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In his short bow. Uh, yeah, so actually, I happen to have those on me, and here you go. Oh. 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 <laughs> did you, did How you... dare you! <laughs> really, Cal, we have just come here and just started usurping this man's life. The so, at the time... There was nobody living in the thing, and then we met him afterwards, so I don't think I deserve any to blame here. I I suppose I did find you ransacking my hovel. Is there anything else you took? Usually we ask first. Just the weapons and the shield, I think. I don't know if we always ask when we take things we're not supposed to have. Kiran says, off to the distance. (laughs) (sighs) Well, nice. I suppose you've offered to help me, and you have returned these honestly. I will stay in my hovel tonight. If you prove truthful and just, I will continue on this journey with you. And perhaps you can help me, and I can help It has been long since I've served anyone or been any good to this world. Oh, we're not asking you to serve. It's a mutual uh, arrangement where you help us, we help you. No, no servitude here. No, sir. That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's entirely bad. People can make a living off of that. I've made my living off of servitude my whole life. Oh, oh, I didn't realize the Archdruid paid you. I don't think we need slavery. That's bad. Oh. We... What are we, a bunch of green elves? Oh, some, some some cold racism from Cal. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
And then he the- agrees. He says, you could stay here. There's, it's not most comfortable arrangements. There may be some bedrolls above. Occasional guests would stay and sleep near the fires above. The Archduke had guests. Not often in the past. He's called this tower his, or his home away from Brackland Glen for many, many years. Wait, the, wait, the Archbishop, Archdruid wasn't from Brackland Glen. Yes, he grew up there. Yeah, he did. Come on. Okay, okay. Well, no, the other guy was. I got confused. There's another Druid that's from Brackland fucking Glen. True. All the good ones are from Blackland Glen. Blackland Glen, <laughs> man. Oh, it's as if people. Um, <laughs> um, what he said. Did anyone else catch what he said? No, he cut off. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. Who cut off me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you said. Oh, I said it's as if people could be from the same town. Oh. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. I thought community. we played Star Wars rules. Every. Every town is a different biome. <laughs> There's no way people can have history with each other. Um, but uh, no, he 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 then actually steps off. Um, he uh, and and begins stepping upstairs and opening the latch and goes upstairs, leaving you for a brief moment to follow. Or if you'd okay. like to stay down here. I want to find a shadowy corner that's facing the door, and that's mm-hmm. where I want to set up. Yeah, I mean, you can go to the left or right of the two doors, the back of them. It's fairly shadowy um, and facing. It's the opposite of the uh, the stairs that lead down in the latch above. Um, okay. Tim- Timber's going to go back in the storage room and eat some dried meats and fall asleep. Easy enough. There's more than enough dried meats for everyone I'll to get I'll join him on the dried meat game. And I'll mm-hmm. uh I'll uh I'll dust off the cot. Okay. And go on the cot that's there. I'll just, I'll yeah. just lie down there. There's a very moth eaten blanket and uh, no pillow. On top of it. <laughs> Motel rules. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, the cot the cot's in the other room, right? No, it's uh, there's there is a there, oh, there is there's a, a cot in the in okay. there's a there's a cot in the, the, the basement area, like sort of like a, I'm ah. working and I fell asleep on my cot. Um, there's a lot of like loose papers around it as well, um, but uh, there is an actual bed um, in the bedroom slash office. Got it. Um, Timber also would uh, meditate before he goes to bed. That's it. Uh, okay. I'll follow the satyr. Oh, you're going to follow the satyr upstairs? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you see when you get up top, I mean, you have got your great dark vision, so it's it's you know it's dark for people uh, now that you've traveled with Cal. Um, <laughs> you know that Cal wouldn't be able to see much up here. Um, the uh, uh, Since the storm did pass when you guys got here, the skies are filled with uh, stars, and it's, it's a bright night for sure. Um, there's still fog from in the, around the swamp that you can just barely notice glimming gl- off of the moonlight. Um, the three blink hounds rush up to Mandrick. He rightfully sort of pets them and, and greets them, and he looks back to you and says, Is there anything you need, little one? Uh, I kind of step back a little nervously and say, Uh, 
are are they they're your guests too i guess um you might want to uh go downstairs before you leave uh i think my compatriots might be eating these threes uh meal mm. or they might have gotten into the pantry yeah, there's plenty of food well will these three are they nice are they good doggies if you're not a threat to them, they're quite lovable. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not too good with the animals, but uh, I guess <laughs> it's fine. Well, feel free to come up to them. I will keep them. Uh, while the satyr is here, I figure like this is the best chance for me to like be careful around them. So I'll I'll just slowly go up to one and try to touch his head yeah so as soon as you go to pet the hound's head your as soon as your hand touches it it blinks out of existence and then blinks right next to you and starts licking your face uh, aggressively i i just giggle and laugh and like <laughs> try and like kind of just hold, like i don't want to push it away i mean i do want to push it away but i just hold it like in place because I just like <laughs> I'm just trying to get it off of me without actually yeah. like causing any negative like thing to it. Yeah, yeah. The dog definitely... it just keeps licking my face, I guess. Yeah, and 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 I, this is the first moment since we got here that um, Mandrick cracks a smile as he sort of slowly pulls the dog away from you and begins petting me. The hounds kneeling down amongst the three of them as they all come up to him. He pulls out some meats from his pocket and feeds each of them individually. Seeming seem to be his only friends for the last year. Um, and you it see it he, seems you've traded them quite well. Uh, I guess there's not much to do when you live alone. That's true. Olin, they were first Olins. But he didn't... He started to not have time to take care of so I started tending to the grounds. They became my charge. They're good. Will they they're be good. coming with us? Uh, they're good beasts, and I may have them remain here. They can fend for themselves. Uh, I plan to come back if I can. I don't plan to stay in your human town. Just wish to speak with this druidus. See where how you can help me. Uh, Wyla is good people. She'll she'll if she doesn't able to help, she might be able to give you a clue. If, hmm. if she you can trust her, we, we've we've uh, she's been a good person to us. I I think that she's been helping that town. And if there's anyone you can help who can help you, I, I bet it's her. I hope so, little one. I hope that I am not making a grave mistake trusting you all. Maybe. <laughs> it's on the wind. Maybe. <laughs> you could do worse. Only time will tell. You see, he nods to the, because uh, the tower is the inside. There's the, the tall wall on one side that you have come towards and this back part is completely decrepit broken down to the foundation save for a small um arch door um and the space where a wall would be is a problem with trees um and he 
kind of nods his head to the back where you look in the back where there's a burnt out um, fire in a slight recess in the stone floor um, and a few bedrolls laid out there. And you actually see a table in the middle, sort of a sturdy wooden table. It might be that there were meetings held in this space for when visitors Hmm. came. I would like to light a fire, first of all, Mm -hmm. uh, in the designated location. Mm-hmm. And then I will begin just unpacking my stuff mm-hmm. and like getting ready for resting the night. Uh, oh. Who did we lose? <laughs> lost. We lost Scarlet. There, there she go. is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I think I'll just say, well, uh, this is uh, quite um, <laughs> hospitable. Uh, thank you very much. You, you've been a great host, and I, I look forward to traveling with you. I hope that the roads are safe. And I hope there's no... And that sort of paranoia returns for a moment as he looks out. I hope nothing found its way to the swamps. If indeed you did find that mask here. You know, there's safety numbers. You want to sleep up here with me and the dogs tonight? We can take we can take a watch, just um, to be safe. Is Wizwick gonna go? <laughs> Wizwick, give me persuasion. Okay. So you, you, uh, the satyr, the three dogs, blink hounds, and you sleep in a big dog. <laughs> nice and uh, that's a uh, that's six. No, no, never mind. Not, not, <laughs> he he sort of looks to you and, and, and he seems to have some confidence. He didn't. Maybe the dogs are what gives him sort of security. I think I'll stay. Besides, I need to do my own watch. I need to go and check the rest perimeter. But if you wish to, or any of your compatriots, keep an eye out. A ladder over there leads to the second floor. It's a good vantage point. I saw you coming. Okay. I'll uh I'll shout out for Curon. Curon, as he was getting settled down, maybe nibbling on some greens he had uh salvaged, hears Wizwick's call and <laughs> walks up, pokes his head out of is it like a trap door that leads into the basement, or is it? Yeah, stairs? it's essentially uh, it's it's stairs. It's not like okay. a ladder up. It's stairs that lead up, and it's essentially a big double door, like like the side of a basement in an old home. Gotcha. A bilco, as it... is that what it's called? I believe so. All right. I think that's the company, like Kleenex. They're technically. Um, I hate when I find out that. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, the trap door is. The doors are open right now. Peek your head out. Wizwick is standing there. You see the druid standing in the uh, the light of the moon. It is seeing him up here again. Is hmm? seeing up here is certainly a uh, reminder of what he is. Like down below, he looked quite pathetic as he was sort of crouched down and hiding, standing tall. Three large blink hounds. You remind yourself. You're reminded of like that. You were kind of afraid when you first were approached by him and these three hounds. Um, and he's got. His, he he picks up his uh, heavy crossbow. He's 
whistles for the hounds and begins stepping down out of the uh, the tower as they three dogs follow. The twilight frames him well. How can I help you, Wiswick? Uh, yeah, um, our friend Mandrick just mentioned that uh, there's a good vantage point from the second floor. You uh, might want to go up there tonight if we're taking watch. I just thought I'd offer it to you because you usually take first. Yes, I I can do that. Curon says, approaching the ladder. Hold down X. Uh, <laughs> uh, climbs up. Uh, makes himself comfortable, but not too comfortable, so he's going to fall asleep. Uh, and mm-hmm. looks out across the uh, swamps. Mm-hmm. To begin uh, his watch. I begin the investigation fest. And I do not stop until all is investigated. Even if I have to roll for exhaustion. You mean identified? Yeah, that. Are you going to identify all the items? Yes. Okay. Um, The rest of you have found your sleeping arrangement in the storage room. Scarlet is um, in the corner. And Cal has his cot. No one's sleeping in the actual bed. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'll go. I'll, no, I'll, I'll, when I realize that nobody else is in the bed, because I was being yeah. polite, I'll be like, oh, "All right," and I'll roll over yeah. and go to the actual yeah. fucking bed. I imagine, imagine it's Cal, cursed. Cal, it, I, I imagine seeing Cal like <sighs> on top of the like moldy yeah. blanket, and then like looks over, uh, Timber kind of in his semi dog resting spot hum- slash humanoid spot, uh, and he's Scarlet kind of like. In- with like several cloaks around her, just like looking out at the door. And you're just like, well. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Um, the bed is not cursed. You are not immediately wrapped up in the blanket and being constricted. Um, <laughs> That's good, though. People pay extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what the art shoot was into. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's comfortable. I think it's called Zen. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Wiswick and Kieran, are you leaving the le- the door open into the basement, or are you closing it? Kieran would not have closed it. Okay. I think that Wiswick, if he was left open and everybody was in the other room, I think before he started doing his studying, he would close <laughs> the doors. Okay. So you all hear the doors close above um, as you're all finding your resting places. Uh, Kiran, give me a uh, um, perception check with advantage. Ooh. Um, Wizwick, while you while uh, you're sitting there researching, sort of essentially taking that first watch, but not watching. Um, you, what do you identify first? Uh, let's go with the socks. 17. Okay. So the socks. Are socks of finding. Oh. So when you this, they're a bit peculiar. Um, they're a um, homebrewed item. So the way they work is when the socks are more than ten feet apart um, within, as far as you know, unlimited range. When you put your hand into one of the socks, 
your hand will appear interdimensionally above the other sock so that you can pull it through the port this portable hole essentially so you never lose the other sock that pairs with you this just, sock. You just give me a wormhole? Essentially. But Yeah, but only two other socks. <laughs> to only to the other only to the other sock. So it's the kind of thing I mean there could be infinite interesting uses for this item, or you could just use it and never lose your sock. So if if I put something in one of the socks and then pull it through the other sock, does the thing come up on the other side? So it's not so much that you can put something in. You're cutting out again. Sorry. I'm sorry. So it's not so much like there's a sock that you can put something in and the other one you can pull it out of. It's that when you put your hand in the sock, the other one's ten, more than 10 feet away, it appears above the other sock and you can grab that sock and pull it. So it's the kind of thing where you could blindly reach for other items that are around the sock. Like, say, okay. yeah, I don't know, you ball that sock up and throw it over a wall and try to steal a gem or something. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where the sock, it's not immediately super easy to, like, turn it into a wormhole and steal things. But, like, you could creatively use the sock to do other things. Or so if I just, accidentally uh, got a sock inside of a treasure chest of treasure, I could possibly loot that whole thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just Wonderful. Socks in random areas. <laughs> Wiswick has a problem leaving one sock everywhere we go. Um, I, I guess, like, arguably, it's small enough that you could sneak jet into it and through it. My into God. a space that you uh, couldn't get into. God. Or another small creature. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Not that small. Oh. Um, living things can go through it. Fine. Yeah, I'll say that living man. things can go through it. Um, it cannot be placed in a bag of holding. The same as like a portable hole or anything like that. Or it'll rip a hole in, in space time and teleport you somewhere crazy. <laughs> so let's make sure to do that when we can. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, yeah. very good. Uh, the other, the next one on the list is the. Anybody have suggestions? The I'm gonna go just, with just, the just, ring. Just, do it, it just doesn't matter. You, uh, well, the ring is same. You're you're talking. You can't hear you, Sean. Really? You just got just cutting out. You're cutting out. Yeah. 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 Oh, my! I might have to fix my um, sensitivity. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so the ring is essentially similar, if not the same, as Kiron's. Um, okay. Very except good. that it has a, uh, a vulnerability to um, uh, to fire damage. I said right. So yeah, yeah the same gimmick where if uh, I might accidentally yep. dispel it, I would have the opposite. Correct. Correct. Same. Same thing where. The ring would okay. have the opposite effect upon remove curse or dispel magic. Um, uh, and then the step three, the token, uh, the token, yes. So the token is also the is, box and the scroll, by the way, if anybody's keeping track. Yep. Yeah, and I'll just tell you what they all are. So the yeah. token is a swan boat uh, feather token, um, which I think you already know what the feather token item is. 
So the swan boat one, you can use an action to touch the token to a body of water at least 60 feet in diameter. The token disappears and a 50-foot-long, 20-foot-wide boat shaped like a swan takes its place. My God. The boat is self-propelled and moves across water at a speed of 6 miles per hour. You can use an action while on the boat to command it to move the turn up to 90 degrees. The boat can carry up to 30, 2 medium or small creatures. A large creature counts as 4 medium creatures, while a huge count creature counts as 9. The boat remains for 24 hours and then disappears. You can dismiss the boat as an action. It's they like call a- me Captain Netherrock. <laughs> oh my god. Oh I knew it's so funny because when I said I'll roll I knew this is the one that I was like, ah <laughs> It's the biggest <laughs> one for sure. It absolutely is. Like the other ones are awesome too, but platoon. but this is the one that I was like, I hope he doesn't get this one. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, the, yes. the scroll is a magical scroll um, for the animate dead spell. Um, and then the... Uh, and then the box is uh, what's known as a Gwyn alchemist burner. Ooh, um, a Bunsen burner. <laughs> it's a fantasy burner. <laughs> it is... Um, it is useful for an alchemist to increase their likelihood of successfully um, creating potions. It gives them um, a bonus, a plus one bonus to their alchemist uh, um, uh, alchemist kit rolls. Cool. I know who that's going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe that is all of your items. Let's see. Uh, yes, I believe that is. Uh, okay. I am very tired at go this to point. I'm get, how go long? To bed. Yeah, I don't know how Just long. Go to it, bed, Clayton. It's been you've you took up a because what you had like five items. It's almost an hour. Yeah, it's about this. an hour. Yeah. Uh, actually, it would be probably closer to two because I think it's like eleven minutes to actually cast identify. Is yeah, that right. Yeah, yeah. So that means it's plus ten from being rich. Yeah. So. so you have you you're very tired, but you have. Uh, if you wanted to, you could complete the watch with Kiron, um, and then go to sleep, or you can go right to sleep. I think I'm going to use the rest of my time to summon familiar. Do you have the I, components? I do, because very, very long time ago, I acquired them from the Archdruid's house mm. or tower. Okay. Uh, so I will use those components to summon a new familiar. Okay. Is it for is what what form is Jet taking, or is he going to still be? A- <sighs> decisions, decisions. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the classic, Mister Bat. Okay. Uh, and I may or may not change his name. That is to be decided. <laughs> <laughs> it may, that may change in the future. Um, but now you're sticking with, uh, um, with the batty boy. All right. Yep. Fiendish bat, as usual. Sounds good. All right, Kiran, what was that roll you got? You got a 17 plus... 24 is my total. <sighs> okay. Uh, so, 
as you sit leaned up against the uh, stone wall and looking out the the um, the murder hall essentially um, of the tower, you get a, a great vantage point. You can sort of see um, above and over the fog, the low set fogs. So you can see all the way to the edge of the swamp um, that you came in from. Looking about for the first hour or two, you don't see much. In the third hour, you notice um, in one of the trees. Uh, well, first you do you do notice every now and then harpies. They are on high alert. It seems looking out um, over the swamp. Um, they have not stopped sort of their their high alertness from a couple hours earlier when you you that one harpy. Uh, cried out for help in the middle of the uh, uh, the dwellings. In this tree on the third hour, you do notice a, and with that high enough of perception, you can see what is very clearly the uh, wood elf, um, captain of the archdruid. Um, he is it's difficult to see. Uh, captain the first is general. The wood elf is a captain. Of the, of general, the general, not the Of the generals, yeah. Of the, the archdruid. Did I? Yes, we want to clarify these kind of things. You do need to. I don't know why I... I... Is he a king? Might he be I gotta... I honestly gotta just start using their names instead of their titles. Well, the thing <laughs> is, we, we don't know his name yet. That's the problem. Uh, no, I we well, I've... Uh, no, you did know. Oh. Kinsley. Oh. Yes. Uh, Kinsley. Aldrich Kinsley. So you see Kinsley's uh, captain, the Wood Elf. You don't know the Wood Elf's name. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, we don't okay. The, we yeah. don't know the Wood Elf's yeah. name. Yeah, so you see Kinsley's uh, Wood Elf Captain in the tree. It take like you, in the first few hours, it doesn't look like just arrived. It's like he's probably been there. You've just noticed, sort of like, oh, I thought those were branches, but no, they're the branches on his head. Um, and also, he's very difficult to spot. He is from this vantage point, you can just barely make out that he's he's not sleeping. He's just sort of there. And at first, you're you you already knew following you, and it. It at least somewhat puts your mind to ease that pseudo ally that's following you. Um, you know, you want to be careful, of course. Um, but then you notice something else. Um, coming up probably halfway through the swamp, moving along the paths, you see. touch of yellow <laughs> and what appears to be uh, average sized human maybe humanoid maybe 5 10 uh, cloak just casually walking through the swamp through the maze of it potentially towards the tower um Kiran's gonna look down to see if Wizzy Boy is awake still um, when you look down, Wizwick, would you have you would have fallen asleep by this point? Because this is the this would have been two uh, about two and a half hours after you finished your work. You're muted. You're, You're muted. muted, Clayton. Would it matter if I thought of something else I wanted to do? <laughs> what is the thing you? It depends on what that. Uh, I have a scroll of animate dead. I would very much like to 
find, search around for some uh, writing components so that if I could put it into my spell book, that would be possible. But the one thing, uh, uh, give me an investigation check for supplies. You'd have to, I mean, you're not going to find like, You'd have to go back downstairs, really, to look for something like that. It's not going to be laying around in this first floor. Yeah, I think I would return to the study, because that's where it would be. Okay. I was just trying to sleep, and Wiswick's rummaging around. <laughs> so I'll say you did that over the hour after you did all of that stuff. And if you're in an, and for your sake, prepare for this. He is coming back up the stairs when, you, um, when you've spotted the, uh, the cloaked figure. So go ahead and give me an investigation check, um, Wiswick. Uh, six plus seven is thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, and what exactly is it? It's fifty gold worth of paper and ink that you need. I think it's twenty-five, but I will double check that. Yeah, double check. <coughs> um, I always I gotta remember so. Uh, what you need for your spell. Preparing, casting spells, spell book. Uh... Because it is either like 50 or... Uh, Spell mastery, signature spells, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Oh, wait, here it is. Your spell book. Copying a spell into your spellbook. When you find a spell first level or higher, you can add it to your spellbook. If it is a spell level, you can prepare. And if you have the time to decipher and copy it, copying the spell, your spellbook involves inducing a paper basic form of the spell, deciphering a unique system of notation by the wizard who wrote it. You must practice spell until you understand the sounds or gestures required. For each spell level, for each level of the spell, the process takes two hours and costs 50 gold pieces. Okay, so that is four hours and a hundred gold pieces. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, it's a level nope. three spell. Yeah, yeah, so it's 150 gold. You can't actually do it yet. You have to, because you don't have third level spells yet. I don't have third level spells yet, but I'm just looking around for components yeah. Yeah. to lower that cost. Absolutely, yeah, because that, that 50 gold is, is a matter of ink and paper. So I'd say you find... Um, well, what was your investigation again? Uh, seven plus six, 13. 13. All right. So I'd say you, you, since there is sort of writings and, and clearly he was working on things down here, I'd say it's the dregs of what he had left. Um, and you are able to find, I'd say 10 golds worth, um, towards that, uh, 150 gold that you need. Very ten golds of you. Ten golds worth of of writing supplies for your spellbook, proper paper oh. and proper ink. Wonderful. Okay. So it takes you a while to find all of that, or at least find as much as you can. Um, and you come up around uh, <clears throat> around the exact same time that Curon would have just seen the uh, the cloaked figure. So, seeing uh, Wiswick uh, climbing up out of the basement, uh, Curon would make a whistle and motion for Wiswick to come up. 
I, uh, carrying all my stuff, I quickly mm. scurry up. The ladder? Carrying your stuff? It <laughs> <laughs> takes him a little bit, much longer than you want, because you're very tense, because there's a cloaked figure out there, but he gets up there eventually. Uh, Kiran would then quietly say, not only are we being joined by the wood elf, but it seems the yellow-robed man has appeared. Showing Wiswick the yellow-robed man. Shit! Um, <laughs> we've got to do something about this. We can't let this guy go. I don't think he's going. I think he's approaching. So let's have, let's give him a warm welcome, shall we? Are you implying that you want to actually give him a warm welcome, or are you saying that you want to hurt him? Uh, the latter, for sure. The latter's right there. You are killing me, Kiran! I will push you off of this tower! <laughs> His people Yo. don't understand metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> We're simple folk, the Elysians. Um, Kiran will say, Wiswick, go rouse the others. I'll con continue... <clears throat> I will continue to track him from up here. Uh, how about we, uh, have you track him in a better way? I have spells. I could cast invisibility on you, and maybe you can get a Just closer look. Just go get look. the others. I'm going to stay up here and watch him. I believe he's coming towards us, so there's no need to go towards him. Okay, I think it would be tactful, but I will offer the others my services. Okay. I go downstairs and wake everybody up. I, I bang a pot against something. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you all wake to the sound of banging uh, a stick or metal something. Metal things there. together. Yep. Whatever metal things you can find. The first he grabs, it, it breaks as soon as he hits it, but he... he Successfully enough, you all get this loud clashing noise um, that brings you out of your slumber. Uh, for uh, Timber, I throw the box at him. The magical box. The one that uh, does the alchemy stuff. Oh, okay. Wake up! That's for you! It's good! I'll tell you about it later. We've got bigger, important things to do. Wakey, wakey! What? What is? What's going on? Uh, we got ourselves an intruder. We have to kick his butt. Well, so you thought the best idea was to bang loud noises together when we got an intruder coming? Yeah. How many hours have I been asleep? <laughs> you will have each all been asleep for three, a little more than three hours. So you right, can go, do go, a go, short go, rest if you'd like. I'm coming out of a REM cycle, so I should be fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, Cal wakes up, but he's fine. <laughs> a little bewildered uh, for a moment. Scarlet, if you like, you can go invisible. Um, Let me get actual information from Kieran. And I go upstairs to Kieran. It's the yellow-robed guy! He's out there, we saw him! Hey, after getting yeah. up to Kiran, where is he coming from? Do I still have sights on him? Uh, I would actually ask you to give me a perception check for this. With advantage still? Yes. Dope. 
Sean, I'm rolling a hit die. Good. 19. 19, okay. So it takes you a couple seconds to pinpoint him again, kind of through the the fog of the swamp, but you notice that he is um, he is at that uh, that um, that old statue you all found sinking. That's I'm by that I'm just the reference of where he is. Right. He's, he, he's on the he's on on the path to the tower though. Yeah. Correct. He's on, on the path to the tower from your vantage point to the um uh, to the uh, the right. Um, and, and then so the hut is between him and us. Yeah. So essentially, he's coming around. Yeah. And then he'll come up a hill, and here in front is the hut, and then here's the tower. So you actually do notice down below, you see returning to his hut with his, uh, as if he's finished his um, whatever he was doing. I I go back downstairs to Cal, and I uh, look at him like, hey, I need you to be the face or the distraction. Okay. <laughs> Cal puts on his hat and buckles on his swords and puts on his boots and then uh, buckles on his side cape and gets up and goes, uh, what do you need me and, and, and how big of a distraction? Well, let us all get gathered together. Mm-hmm. You and loud gnome um, <laughs> walk along the path and the rest of us shall approach I understand alright let's do it also wait why are we fighting this man just because the satyr didn't like him right that's it that, that is why you need to speak with him oh got it on board okay uh what about the and dogs say in the rest, let's rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> durians have something called rock and roll <laughs> We have a lot of mines, and I'm imagining there's quarries to go along with those mines. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's uh, it's like it's a, it's akin to. <laughs> you, you you broke up right at the yeah. punchline. It's akin to. Ugh, it's not funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, to breaking a leg. Ah, like the. Yeah, it wasn't good. All right. Uh... <laughs> it isn't meant to be a joke. Meant to clarify. All right. So, what is your plan? What are you doing? I'd say the uh, um, the figure is is probably be up to the tower um, within a half hour. So I guess I'm going to go out the door we came in, and I'm going to stand there, looking innocent. Um, I'm going to signal to um, Scarlet. Um... Also, yeah, I wanted to count as a short rest. Did we ever? Did I have to. Yeah, we, yeah I we did say that. that it counted as a short. Okay. Uh, I want to see Scarlet to come hide in a brush that's uh, like uh, close by to where Cal is, kind of just, you know. Um, yeah. Before out. before I go over there, Wizwick, make me invisible. You got it. I do so. Okay. So I'm gonna walk Sweet. down this path, or maybe just kind of saunter around this path. Okay, and I'll be like singing to myself quietly, but like not too quietly. Like like I I'm, I'm trying to be quiet for people. Okay. And then Tinder, what were you doing again? I'm approaching from the side, like kind of. Uh, well, I've been no, being like equidistance off the side as cows. Like I'm following the path that cows taking, but I'm I'm to, 
hiding in brushes on the side. Okay, so you're kind of keeping an uh, uh, advantage um, flanking side. Correct. Just right, waiting. Yep. In, 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 okay. mm -hmm. um, Kieran, what are you doing? Um, how far from the tower is the hut? Uh, I'd say the hut, um, the space between the tower and the hut is about... How much? 50 feet. I read his list. 50 feet. Okay. Uh, Kieran's going to stay up on his perch, load his crossbow, and just continue to watch the approach of the yellow-robed man. Okay. And then, Scarlet, you are invisible. Where are you going? Stand right behind me. It'll be real dramatic. <laughs> um... I want to be somewhere that if things go sideways, I can very easily step in. Okay, so just generally near Cal, but yeah. out of the way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wiswick, where are you? Uh, first, I'm going to open the doors to where the blink, dagger, blink dogs were. Okay. And I'm just going to try and, like, push them awake. And I say, I, I don't know. If uh, you can understand me, but uh, your master might be in trouble. You gotta go, get boy. Give me an animal handling check. <laughs> I don't know. I what are we saying all together? You know what? You know what? Is no one going to warn the satyr at all? Or and I told. That's I would I say he would well, he hear. Half hour. We yeah, half within oh, that yeah. time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna he... over there and... Okay, I was just making sure, otherwise he was going to hear Cal and step out and be like, what's going on? Why, why are you all singing? Um, that is but, a um, six on the animal handling. Uh, they, I'd say they, they kind of, they don't like snap at you, but they're very um, lethargic and uninterested in what you have to say until Ka moments later, Cal um, has alerted the satyr who steps out now and, and you hear him whistle and the dogs all rush rush over to him. Um, Seder looks to Cal sort of as the only person really standing around in an authoritative position and just says, oh, where, what's happening? Well, I've been told we're expecting some company soon, and I think it might be beneficial for you to gather your weapons and get into the tower. Fair enough, fair enough. I'll go above and keep an eye. Excellent. Yes, Kiron's up there. Meet up with him uh, up the top. Um, I'll be down here providing what I believe is a distraction. <laughs> I went to an alehouse. I <laughs> he, he walks backwards away from you as you start. <laughs> I have something I want to say to Cal before things go okay. forward. I will uh, say, Cal, you hear Scarlet's voice come from nowhere. <laughs> and I told... <laughs> Cal, I'm... Yes? I just want you to know that I'm right here, and if things go sideways, I'm going to help. But I think we should have some sort of code word. Um, it in turn to uh, your right. I'm on your right. Sorry. Yes. Um, cream cheese is pretty non-conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> cream cheese. <laughs> it's better than cum clock. Um. <laughs> But I just, just, I'm afraid that, like, pineapple might get used in the conversation, so cream. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. When I hear that, I... Great. Thank you. Would you like it? I could do other foods. No, that's fine. That's fine. Cream. 
Excellent. Cream cheese. So you're, you're. And I told the landlady the money was spent. So, so your code for like Scarlett Sorry, to, to engage is cream cheese. Yeah. All right. That's our Jenga. <laughs> Did you not hear him? Can I'm I get just, one more thing? I'm just trying. I'd say you have an, a few minutes left. What do you want to do, Whiswick? Uh, I throw a sock into the barrel of uh, mandrake root. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I close it up as if nothing ever happened. I stuff it in there, like, real deep. Okay. All right. All right. Um... <laughs> I think killed Alex, you guys. Did Alex fall asleep? It would be really oh, funny no. if he did. Yeah, I think he's fucking with us. No. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> Is Alex Those who don't know, Alex falls asleep sometimes like that at his computer. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the yellow figure... So I uh, just paint the image. You're all in your positions. Cal is really the only one in sights, so to speak, who is wandering kind of around in the middle of the small section in front of the tower, singing his tunes. Um, for those of you um, not invisible, I'd like you to give stealth checks if you're trying to be stealthy. Far over. Okay. Far over. Oh. Disadvantage. Kieran rolls two sixteens. Seventeen. Love me. I'm a tenor. I got an eighteen. Um, twenty-three. Okay. You okay, there, Sean? <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> oh, this will. All right. Um, <clears throat> the road goes ever. This is not. Inherently going to be combat, but uh, I guess we should put up a uh, let's put up a visual reference for this. We'll go to the battle map. Yeah. We get that set up. with eager feet until it joins some larger way where many paths and errands meet. And with her, then sure, I'm I cannot to Mandrick, say. Says, He's got a lovely voice, but he just sings a little too much. If Curon could hear me now, I would tell him to fuck himself. <laughs> I've never liked his attitude and his hair's far too long. He isn't a fashionable person. He isn't a fashionable person. He's Not a fashionable person. <laughs> <laughs> Launches a guiding bolt at Kiron, cast at ninth level. He's ugly and tacky, his skin's weirdly blue. Alright, so let me, uh... <laughs> it, uh, Wizwick, you went back into the tower, right? Yeah, I went back into okay. the tower. So I'm on Wiz... the first floor. Oh, you're on the first floor? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, so then you only you can see out to the battlefield from the first floor. Um, so... I'm waiting by the door, really. Okay, no problem. The dogs, the blink hounds, are in on the first floor with you, um, sort of as they they're there guarding um, Mandrick, who has joined Curon on the top floor. And Curon, you can see, has a, uh, a, a sling of arrows strapped to his waist, and he's got his short bow out. Um, you both have picked specific windows at the top, so you can shoot down from above. Um, you should do a. Uh, I'm, I'm saying I'm doing the refrain, uh, the, like the second repeat refrain of 
He's ugly and tacky. His skin's weirdly blue, but for all that, he's not a bad guy. Oh. Whoever got first half of that verse. Uh, how many hours are on my mage armor? Mage armor is eight hours. Oh, uh, when did you cast it? What battle I cast did you cast it, it in the middle of last session when we first entered the uh, swamp? I'd say. Oh, the, yeah. It's it's it was expanded. Okay. Yeah, because uh, this is this is four hours since you got to the. There I think I'm gonna hold off on that. casting. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Since so Seder got sixteen for his stealth. All right. So the uh, the <clears throat> and Curon, I'd say if you were to look over the um, the wood elf is still in the exact same spot in that tree, which is about a hundred feet from the tower. Can I? Kir- well, I can't. Curon's going to give him a little wave. <laughs> okay. Um. You, you do not notice him wave back at you um, because his perspective is focused down on Cal. That's fair. Um, do, 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 do. All right, so Cal, you see as you're pacing about in the courtyard, swampy courtyard, um, coming up the bend is a man of around 5'10", seemingly a man, um, Hello, completely cloaked, hood up, can't see the face, Brightly yellow, pale cloak. Um, and you, what do you say? You say hello. Uh, ho, ho the path. Ho the path. Uh, hello, uh, whatever you want to do. What's the standard greeting? Is it hello with the U, or is it hello with the L A? Hello, hello. I'll say ho the path is acceptable. Okay. Ho the path. The figure. The figure stops. Um, right, I'd say beside, just beyond the hovel. Um, right as the land comes into the fuller flat that you're on. So roughly um, 40 feet away from the tower? R- a little bit further than 40 feet. So roughly I'd say he's probably... two feet away from the tower? No, I'd say actually the, the, the hovel is 50 feet from the tower, so I'd say he is about 60 feet from the tower. Oh, before the hovel, sorry. Yeah, uh, just before the hovel. All right, I'm going to leave it at hoe the path at wave. Okay. Um, the figure... Does not seem to. Um, <clears throat> what's the word? He doesn't seem to hail back to you. He, the head, their head is just sort of going back and forth, looking about, looking up towards the tower. So you, you seem lost. Is everything okay? <sighs> he doesn't do anything at first. And he starts to walk forward again. Sir, you seem lost. Is everything okay? You hear... He gets just up to the um, hovel. He stops right at it, so he's 50 feet away from you now. He looks to the hovel. He notices no lights on in it. Looks back to you. And you hear in your head... You hear in your head. Not ushered to you. Um, a voice, uh, and it all, it doesn't even sound like it's an amalgam of, you really are just getting the idea of what he's saying. He's not actually speaking in your mind and what your impression is. Where's Orlin? Oh, I don't, I don't care for that at all. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't like that one bit. 
Um, it's freaking weird. It's invasive I as would, fuck. Uh, ask you to not do that, and if you could speak vocally, I would appreciate that ever so much. Um, uh, well, Orlin. Um, oh yes, I heard about him. He's the one that used to live here. He's dead. I heard he's dead. I'm not squatting here. Don't worry. I'm passing through. Um, I heard that he died when I was in the town. Uh, what was it called? Matt, um, Matt, Mag. As you're uh, coming up with the words for matching that. No, no, I uh, know what it is. Tell I know, I know, I know. I meant you. I meant. I don't. That. I don't pay that little attention. <laughs> <laughs> the what penetrates your he, he doesn't. Mind. Um. He asks the idea of the next question is, where's the? Where's the? You broke up again, Sean. Where's the what? Where's the satyr? See, you keep doing that, and I really would really not like you to do that anymore. It's it's. Uh, I'm not going to say impolite. Yeah, I understand uh, people are different. Uh. But you're, you're bordering on it, sir, and I'd rather you didn't. Um, the satyr. I don't... That's one of those goat men, right? I don't know. I, there Who was are one, you? Who am I? Oh, did he say that out loud? Nope, nothing is coming. I'll tell you if it comes out. You are bordering, sir, as I said, on impoliteness. And uh, I am Cal. Cal Roland. Lovely to meet you. And you are? <laughs> um, he... Uh... <clears throat> He waves a hand and suddenly, uh, or like very, very nonchalantly, a hand comes up. It is humanoid. Um, it's just a human hand. You can't really tell what race uh, they are or much about it, but it's uh, very quickly. And suddenly, Cal, you hear no noise. When you speak, no noise comes from your mouth. Um, and you're... you're uh, Completely, uh, he casts silence on, and he starts to walk past you. He starts, to, or he starts to walk towards you, and he is. Um, he looks up to the top of the tower, um, and I would say, Curon, you, uh, yeah, Curon, you hear the same sort of telekinetic idea formation in your mind it's painful for it, it's not painful but it's like getting a, a bad headache um and uh so a little bit painful yeah 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 i'm just me i'm word vomiting uh that it's pain. uh it stings in the mind um where is the satyr uh curon would answer in his own head um can I respond to you like this? Can I respond to you like this? You get an affirmation. He's up here with me. What do you want with him? I want what is mine. The mask. Have I seen anything yet? Uh, below? No. <laughs> Can no. I... Uh, I hear Cal talking. Could I, like, peek out the front door? So if you peek out, so the, you'd have to walk, walk around because um, the, the door is facing the opposite direction where everyone is. You hear uh, Cal I'm, talking out there. Yeah. I go out the door and I slowly like sneak towards the front, like the side of the building that they are. Okay. 
Um, give me a, a stealth check. Has he passed? Uh, uh, that's a 19 total. Okay. All right. So you, you get around and what you see immediately sort of peeking around the corner or the, the curve um, and kind of staying in the brush, you see, um, you see the figure walking towards Cal. Um, Cal looks a little confused. Um, you see Timber off to your left in hiding in the brush, keeping eyes on the, the figure. Um, you see the figure is looking up towards where Kiron is. And he's about, I'd say at this point, he's about 10 feet from Cal and Scarlet. I think that at this point, I begin readying a spell. Uh, okay. To, I'm going to ready magic missiles in case he, uh, I guess the reaction would be if he, if it looks like he's casting a spell in any way, if he moves his hand in any magic method. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the last thing you said to uh, Kiran, because he said, uh, you said the mask. Right, he wanted what's his. I questioned the mask. And he, he responds um, still telepathically. Um, who are you? Do you have the mask? I would ask the same question to you. We do have the mask. And we have some questions. Return the mask to me. We may sit and you may ask me one question. I don't know if we can do that necessarily. Where is the mask? It's safe. It's safe. It's it's safe. What's my Kiron voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's safe. He stops. Scarlet, he's about five feet away from you. How close did is that mean he's like even with me, right? Yeah, he's right on. Okay. Alright, so I want to do this anyway. Uh, if he keeps walking, I would I would draw my sword and put it at like the hollow of his throat, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, I'll say even that when, because that um, <laughs> cut out. I think uh, uh, he he stopped when Cal drew yeah. his sword out to his throat. Mm. And then at seeing this, Kieran would immediately call out, "He's here for the mass and the satyr." Okay. So upon calling that out, he hear. Let's see. No, it wouldn't because he didn't notice them. You hear Cal, you hear it in your head. Scarlet, you hear it in or not Scarlet. Um Cal, you hear it in your head, and Curon, you hear it in your head. Um I don't care for the Seder. Return the mask to me, and there will be no trouble. Cal kind of looks up at Kieran in like a questioning manner. Like I'm like, eh? 
that's like a deal to me. This guy looks spooky. Yeah, but I can't say that, so I say it with my eyes. Yeah, the and the 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 figure looks to you, Cal, up, and it's it's just it's legitimately if you hadn't floating yellow cloak. You keep breaking up. You there. keep breaking up, dude. Uh, I gotta fix this after the stream. Um, so. He looks to you, Cal, and looks up when you look up to uh, Curon. If it hadn't been for you seeing his hand, it would just look like a floating cloak with nothing in the, it's in the mask. shadow? Yeah. yeah okay. No, you don't see any definition. Yeah. Uh, you know, nothing happens when your blade touched his cloak, but um, there's no definition in there. <clears throat> he said if we give him the mask, he'll answer one question and leave. I don't... Is this like... Oh, I can't talk still. Um... You notice, Kiron, that no noise is coming, Cal. Wizwick, you would notice this as well. Um... Well, uh, I think at this point, that counts as spell. So I would say, Wizwick, you do start to notice to cast a spell. Like, it's, he's, and it's, he's doing something. You see, he's looking up, and his other hand at his, at his waist is starting to trace sigils in the air of some sort. Yeah, I would imagine that, like, as soon as I noticed that Cal wasn't speaking when he was trying to speak, and, mm -hmm. like, this thing was being magical in ways, like, talking to them, but, like, I can't hear it, mm -hmm. it's obviously doing something terrible, so I'm going to uh, <laughs> cast <laughs> horrible magic on it. Obviously. <laughs> okay, alright, alright. Uh, you had uh, magic missiles prepped, right? For yes, if you saw him. Correct. I'm going okay. with a solid level one magic missile. All right, and that is auto-hit, correct? Correct. That is correct, which is kind mm -hmm. of a bummer because I wish somebody else would have stabbed him first, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so go ahead and roll damage for that then. Can I? Okay. That is a four, a one, and a two. Uh, so that's four, one, two, that's seven, seven plus damage. three is ten damage. Ten damage. All right, so Cal, as you're looking up, to uh to Kiron. Kiron, you're looking down. Uh, everyone's sort of looking at each other, unsure what to do. Uh Wizwick notices him starting to cast a spell at his waist, and you suddenly see uh four bright lights shooting out in a in a spiral. It was four, three, sorry. Three bright lights shooting out into a spiral, heading towards the uh the the cloaked figure. They all <laughs> and the cloak kind of billows back a little bit. You don't see anything beneath. Um roll for initiative. Cream cheese. <laughs> I start making frantic spreading Ooh. motions as if on a bagel. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, because you can't actually Classic. Okay. Alright, uh twenty to twenty-five. Yeah. Me. Okay. I rolled a nat twenty plus nice. uh Plus two, right? Yeah. Kieran's got a dirty 20, baby. Nice. A 22 for Tim. Okay. Uh, 15 to 20. 17. 10 to 15. 13. Same. Okay. Uh, which That's one of you wants to go first? two for me today. <laughs> I nice. went first last time, so it's yours. Okay. okay. All right. 
Wiz, we've got Cal first. We've got yeah, Cal, you're up first, and then um, Mia, and then Kiran, you're on deck. Fantastic. Sorry, I'm brain is not right right now. All right, he uh, yeah, he rolled in that one, so you guys are all going. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me uh, <clears throat> throw you guys uh, a little target down. There. Uh, while Timber, or, uh, um, sorry, Cal, what would you like to do? All right, so I'm already, my sword is basically resting against his throat, and I think my body would act before I thought, right? So I'm just going to push. <laughs> You're just going to go for the... Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. I'll just try and sever his spine at the neck, and that should end the fight. Is that... well? Oh, is that uh, Timber off to the right? Uh, that is Timber off to the right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so go ahead and roll, roll, uh, roll your attack roll. Yeah. What, what'd you get? Well, if you give me a moment. Don't give me. Because that wasn't great, so I'm adding a precision strength. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's not bad. Um, I got a 16 after that. 16. All right. That just hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Because <laughs> I would have had a uh, nine. <laughs> um, rolling damage. Yes, sir. Eight plus four is 12. 12. All right. <laughs> and um, I'll action surge if he's not dead. Does he die? He does not die. How much? It was, what was it? 10? 12. 12. 12. Damage. Okay. He does not die. The the cloak uh, rips a little, but you don't see any blood come out. Do I feel um, any resistance? Yes and no. Like it's it feels like it 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 goes in, and there's it's not just air, but and you know that you've struck him, but it's not like anything you felt before when piercing flesh. Okay, um, so stabbed it in, and now I'm gonna rip it up and out. All right. Uh, is that a second attack? Are you action surgeon? Yeah, okay. Action yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll. Roll to attack. That's not. No fucking way. Did you get another twenty? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. Come so on. Don't think I'm cheating. Come look at this. I'm not gonna touch before I, I he gets here. I will not touch anything. <laughs> oh, we we, we making Alex double check? Yeah, because I don't I I don't believe this. <laughs> All right, while you're doing that, I'm gonna put Wizwick where he's supposed to be. I mean, it's not impossible. Anything's possible if it's popsicle. Write that down, folks. <laughs> so that's another popsicle. Okay, all right. <laughs> In Gwenvalier. Gwenvalier. No, I'm saying, like, if I were you, I'd be like, this kid cheating. That's why I had Alex do that, because no. Alex, um, was it an at 20? It was. All right. Let's go ahead and roll damage and double the die. How much did he pay you, Alex? How much did he pay you to say that? <laughs> double the die it makes it a 10 plus 2 is a 12. So, so 12 total? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you see, uh, <laughs> so you see, you 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 pierce through it, rip it up. It definitely it, it slices up, and the cloak rips. And once again, no blood, nothing staining the actual cloak. The cloak is taking damage for sure, and the individual 
you know you've sunk damage into this creature. It hasn't reacted to nothing. Wouldn't the hood split open like this? Because I ripped my rapier out the top. Oh, that, oh yeah, you did say you ripped the rapier out the top. So yes, yeah, so you pierced in, ripped it up. Yeah. The, clo the cloak does rip, and it doesn't rip completely through and come down, but it is flapping open as if it... It's. I mean, it's still flapping open. You see nothing in there. Right. In the in the entity is reacted to none of this. They have not moved. They have just taken the damage. Their eyes still looking up towards Curon. That's Bataran. Okay, Curon, uh, you are up, and then Timber, you're on deck. How far is it from me? From you, um, with the height imbalance, I'd say he is about. Uh, if you're 40 feet, I'd say. 30 okay. feet, 30 feet, 30 feet. 30 feet. Um, Kieran's going to cast Detect Evil and Good. Um, mm -hmm. So that's right within the 30 feet uh, range of it. Okay, and what does that spell do again? Uh, for the duration, you know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet is... You know, 30 feet of you as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there's a place or object within that's been magically consecrated or desecrated. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Don't you get like Lots advantage of... or disadvantage on something too? Nope. Oh, okay. If only. No, if only. Um, Alright, so okay, so he is within. So the, um, the ground around you reeks of uh, is been blessed. The ground of the actual tower has been blessed. Um, the creature them itself is reading as, um, I would say it's hard. I mean, I don't, wouldn't necessarily classify. Could I? I didn't catch any of that. I wouldn't classify them necessarily in a lot of those. It's the closest thing is aberration. <clears throat> okay. So with this knowledge, uh, Kieran would yell out. It's some sort of aberration. I'm not quite sure. Um, specifically, I don't... Aberration... What is an aberration? <laughs> what, what kind of uh, creature does that constitute? Uh, uh, Demigorgon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Driders are aberrations. Um, it's a lot of, I mean, a lot of creatures. But uh, Cthulhu is uh, an aberration. Monstrosities, really, is where you're getting at. Gotcha. So Sick he would yell chimera that. monsters. <clears throat> it's some sort of aberration. Mind flares are aberrations. Chaos spawn. Flumps. Flumps. <laughs> oh, <it's the> <laughs> Anything made from HP Lovecraft. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Alright, so is that an action to, to cast? Uh, yes, it's uh, an action, so... Mm -hmm. Is it an action to yell that? No, no, that's okay. my action. So he's going to yell that, um, and then that's going to end Kieran's turn. Okay. Um, then that brings us to Timber. I am going to flank the dude with Cal. Okay. Um, Timber's going to slide in the silence and go for two strikes. Okay. You have advantage because he did not see you there hiding in the grass. So. Oh, wouldn't I also have advantage because I'm flanking? Yes, so, so I've you... got double okay. advantage. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's gonna hit. 
first one's an 18. Oh my god, that's... Alright, well both of them are gonna hit. Okay. Na two, two natural 18s. Um, Alright, yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Where's my d4? Alright, well, hold on. We're rolling online. Wait, no, no, I refuse to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex okay. has stepped away to a charitable engagement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, okay, question two. Uh, <laughs> all that monk damage. Yeah, all all of it, right? Um, it's a total of nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. Wait. No, sorry. Total of eleven. From okay. both hits. From both hits. Yeah. No problem. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? That was your action and bonus action. Right? That's my movement. action bonus action movement. Great. Scarlet, you are up, and then Wiswick, you're on deck. Okay, I finally get to use my assassinate stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so, um, I'm going to, so, I think I see me. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, yeah, I see the, I see the hair. Yeah. Um, uh, there's no... Well, I have advantage anyway, so it doesn't matter. Alright, so I'm going to move behind the person? Or okay. is, is Timber in my way? Uh, no, you could, uh, you could get behind. Okay, alright, so I'm gonna go behind, and I'm going to stab right between the shoulder blades. Alright, go ahead. That is a 16. Ooh, that hits. It just hit. That does hit. That okay. does hit. That just hits. Alright. So that would be oops. First time using assassination, right? Yep. Okay, so one D four plus four. That's five plus sneak attack, right? Oh wait, no, it's a critical. It's auto crit, yeah. Auto crits, yeah. Okay, so well I rolled a frickin' one, so two plus oh. four, six, and sneak attack is Sneak Attack eight. is also doubled. Yeah, sneak attack is also doubled. Ah, so sixteen. So, fuck. What was my Don't first number? Add the modifiers. Yeah, Your I first did. number so was was six, right? With so the modifier. Yeah, so sixty put twenty-two points of damage. Whoo-wee. All right. Uh, oh, how about shit. how about a concentration save to keep on that silence? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's funny because I was gonna do that and then I got distracted. Bye. Like I got your back. Uh, I'm gonna do all of them. Yeah, not I don't just, know how uh, magic this works. one. So for cows, first five, attack. Five attacks. He doesn't matter. For, well, actually, let me look at the modifier. I'm not even looking at the modifier. All right. Uh, he failed his second one. So silence dropped on you, Cal. Um, so Cal, you've been unsilenced so after since. my turn, and I screamed cream cheese. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'd say you. You yeah. as soon as. I imagine, I imagine you're saying it the whole time because, like, testing it. Cream cheese! Cream cheese! Yeah. Cream, cream cheese! Uh, cream cheese! <laughs> and just like, cream cheese! Cheese! <laughs> In perfect timing for Scarlet to assassinate him. Cream cheese! <laughs> and just invisible rogue out of the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Scarlet, you experience a similar odd sensation because you know you've 
sunk this blade into this entity's back and you know that you've dealt significant damage and blow to it, you feel that's that enough resistance to know you're damaging them. Um, and then you've damaged them significantly. Um, and the, the cloak is ripping around you. And I'd say with this much damage to the cloak, you are all starting to notice like shadow seeping out. Mm. Um, like, a, like a shadowy fog seeping out from each of these t- tears. Um, is it a fast seep or a slow seep? Slow seep. It's not gushing. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, Scarlet, you still have your bonus action. Yes, so I'm going to stab again my other dagger. Stabby, stabby. Yep. Um, now, this is this um, advantage too? Uh, yes. Okay, and well, would it be... Would it be a crit or no? Just the first one was a crit because now he knows I'm one. there. Now he knows you're there, okay. um, and he can. Uh, you're uh, not invisible anymore. Fourteen. That does not hit. Nah. Um. <clears throat> so sort of at the sight of the, uh, the the shadow seeping out, you go for um, another uh, swipe of your dagger um, or your offhand dagger, and this time it's not the the the. What, the missing action, you don't, like, hit the cloak and it doesn't rip or anything. Like, you, you almost feel like like it's like a push away. Your hand your hand is pushed away as it gets close to the um, the, uh, the entity and you don't find purchase. Um, is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? Nope. That's okay. it. Wizwick, you are up. I think we are going with magic missiles again. Go, Go for uh, it. Yes. I'm going to keep it at level one for now. Okay. So here we go. Three missiles on this dudo. Uh, okay, I only have two dice, so we're going to throw. Three and a two and a four. Big numbers. All right, so that's uh, nine plus three is 12. 12 points of uh, force damage. That is correct. Although I can change it, so maybe I want to swap it up. Uh, Radiant, let's go Radiant. with. I don't think Radiant's a choice, unfortunately. No. Uh, I'm gonna go with fire. Fire, all right. Twelve points of fire damage. Um, so though, for those of you around, you flaming bolts swishing around in between you and all, all over. <laughs> exactly that noise makes as happens. Um, and the uh, the smoke clears. The, the cloak is significantly singed and burnt and ashy at that point. Um, the figure still has not reacted to any of this damage, um, though it is Ooh. taking the damage. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, I am going to move towards the front of the uh, tower, but I'm staying... uh, I'm going to try and stay equidistant. I basically want to follow the rim of the tower as close as I can to everybody else, but just staying on the wall. You can pretty much get to the center of the tower there, right? Okay, great. All right, so it is the satyr's turn. I'm going to shoot that short bow at this thing. It's Mandrick's turn. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have Mandrick. done that. <laughs> it's not funny, dude. 
He's right. your character. Don't make fun of him. Alright, so that is... Fortunately, he does not hit. You see an arrow fling right past the uh, the entity's um, hood. Just into the swamp. Alright, it is now the entity's turn. Okay. Are you sure you don't want to tell us his name? His name is Entity. Yeah, his, yeah, his name is Entity. It's He's a new millennial name. You know how they can be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, his name is Entity West. Um, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to... Uh, so the Entity, kind of having taken all this damage, you see the shadow seeping out of, out of the cloak. It is going to take uh, its full movement backwards. It is going to float backwards about 30 feet away from you. You see the hands come up. Both hands raise up in tandem with the hands raising up. Uh, two out of the swampy ground come erupting up is two wraith-like figures Do that lock eyes on you. Three attack You weapons. all get, yeah, you all get attacked. Wait, we count, uh, Tim, uh, what's it called? Tim and I have advantage, right? Oh, yeah, yes, we do. Yeah, Tim and you have advantage, yeah. Okay, good. I think, yeah, that just hits. I got a seven, uh, 17. 17 hits. Cal, what'd you get? I got a 17. I lied. 19. It's plus four. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got a 19. <laughs> Uh, and I did. I have five damage. Five damage. Shannon, you get attacked too. Awesome. Okay. Ten, ten, ten. ten damage. Okay. Probably twenty-three. Nice. Twenty-three. That definitely hits. Yeah. Okay. One, four, uh, two, four, six points of piercing damage. Six points of piercing damage. All right. So that cloak, as it starts beating of uh, flurry of blows, uh, it's uh, the cloak is ripping apart at this point, and the shadows are seeping out of it. The, I mean, for the best that you can understand about this entity, the cloak looks like it's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> but it successfully moves back 30 feet and summons up these two spectral uh, wraiths that look, uh, they, they are, um, they're not just sort of like a black shadow. They're actually like a slightly glowing green light um, as they both come up and are going to get an initiative roll. And we are going to go back to the top of the round with Cal. Let me adjust the balance. Roll the, the, the initiative first. I rolled a nat 20. What if they roll nat 20s? They won't. I'll, uh, I'll roll them. And we'll... <laughs> All right. I'm telling you right now that I'm gonna. <laughs> He's using the force again. Um, no, I can't bring that out evil. for every. The uh, Endurance is... Force or the Star Wars? Endurance Force. Endurance, there's Endurance Sense, and then there's. 
I don't even know what it is. They did not roll higher than Cal. Um, yeah, fuck it, thank you so. Uh, Kiron, they're not within your 30 feet. Ah, uh, um, you're right. If they were to get up yeah. to where your allies are, they would be. Gotcha, gotcha. My bad. All right, Cal, if you're up. Okay. Um... So they're right. Uh, they're all. They're. They're. Are they next to him? Oh, I can see on the map. Idiot. Um. Oh. <laughs> um. The road, right? Hold the road. Uh, I think it's <laughs> five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Third. Did he get more than thirty feet away from me? Uh, no. He got exactly 30 feet away from where he was. All right, I'm going to run at him. And I'm going to run in between the two wraiths. Okay. So, so as will... not to draw out the attack of opportunity. No, they'll get an attack of opportunity. Oh, wait, no. Uh, no They're no, literally... No, 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 no. Uh, it's set up literally... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have put those wraiths 10 feet... <laughs> <laughs> if possible, I'd like to go between them with like a like a forward handspring, like Will Turner style, um, <laughs> for flavor. And Absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so forward handspring into that position, and as on the way up, I'll stab him again in the cloak. Go for it. Fifteen. Fifteen does not hit. I'm gonna add a precision die. Okay. For a precision attack, and that's a nineteen. Nineteen hits. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Check that off real quick. Okay. It's a ten damage. Ten damage. Ten damage. All right. So, uh, very much like Obi-Wan Kenobi, you <laughs> slice that sword, you slice that cloak, and it collapses down to the ground um, as the shadows that were seeping out kind of spread out at this point and start to ascend. But there is sort of this strange mass of shadow in front of you right now that is still temporarily there. Um, that seems to be dissipating away. I uh, I have no moves left, so I just stare at it angrily. Mm -hmm. Not angrily, kind of more confusedly, and a little bit sad that it's probably going to hurt me. <laughs> it's this face. It's <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kieran, you are up. Like um, there's dismay and confusion and anger, kind of all in the same. So, so wait, is it dead or no? Whatever. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Let's say there's a the manifestation may be dead of whatever was there. Um, the shadow may dissipate on it the next uh, turn, or it may prove to be an enemy. All you see um, is a forming shadow that you can cannot see through, cannot penetrate with your dark vision. Um, ascending from the cloak that has fallen to the ground. Alright, uh, Kieran's gonna cast uh, Guiding Bolt, second level. 
Um, and he's gonna, he's gonna, like, kind of almost, not lean out of the, the hole, but, like, kind of, like, lean, uh, yeah, lean out. And, uh, you know, shout, um, what's gonna shout? Jump. Something about, Twilight, take you! I don't know, Twilight, he's All a Twilight right. domain cleric, I don't, what do you want from me? <laughs> Better fucking improv, bro! That's a fair. Little, a uh, little confidence in your, in your... <laughs> That's it. We're going to UCB Connecticut. <laughs> we're all gonna hate it, but we're doing it. Eighteen to hit. That uh, you aiming it at the the shadow the, or at the, the great? shadow? Okay. Um, it hits the shadow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's five d six. Is that radiant damage? It is. That's a fat spell. That is a fat spell. Hey, it's thick. All right. How many C's? L. L. I, I was I was saying P H A T. I don't know oh. why you guys. Oh, I'm so sorry. Those were D8s. I don't know how to count faces. <laughs> <clears throat> um, 10, 15, 17 points of radiant damage. 17 points of radiant damage. Ooh. All right, so you see, you see the uh, the bolts fling across above your wall, kind of lighting up space um, in this is uh, indigo light, um, and then you see them all. They hit inside of the shadow, and sort of it looks like a thundercloud for a moment as they 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 shock and explode and 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 reach impact inside, cascading this light from within the shadow as the form kind of writhes, but it's maintaining its constitution. Uh, Negative, just impacted on the surface. <laughs> does, this, uh, does the cloud of mist, of black mist, have to roll a constitution save to keep those things summoned? No. Concentration, sorry. No. These, are, uh, <laughs> That's these are pure, pure summons. Uh, these are encounter summons. <laughs> All right, and that uh, ends Curon's turn. Okay. This is the Wraith's turn. Uh, they are both going to turn to Kalith. <clears throat> Bring it, bitch. Do, 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 do. All right, there, boy. All right, Calif, what's... Uh, well, no, 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 no. What? I'll just roll it and ask if it... Is. Yeah! All right, so that oh, is gosh. a 22. Yes. Yep, that'll hit. Sean just wants to rub it in. He's like, oh. <laughs> rub it out, All right. He's a... Going to deal. But they both roll going a twenty-two. Oh no, just the first one. Oh, it's like what? That's the reaction I had. That is going to be um eleven points of necrotic. All right, whatever. That is a spectral sword pierces through your arm and kind of through your sleeve. Um, not ripping your lovely tailored uh, suit, but definitely dealing some damage to your flesh. Hi yo. Uh, the other one is going to miss. Wait, okay. That's cool. I use repost. Oh, okay. Go for it. For a 16. A 16? Yes. Uh, that... Oh, yeah. I should look at these. Um, that hits. Lovely. I think you said 16 damage. I was like, what? <laughs> 
Had the superiority died in damage. Oh. That's good. Um, that's what I thought, but I wanted to make sure. The, uh, I can do math. I can do math! Um, uh, 11. 11 points of damage. 11 points of piercing damage. Um, yeah. You find that it does not quite deal as much damage as you thought it would. It does definitely find impact into this spectral figure, but it does not deal as much damage as you hoped. Okay. As the, uh, the figure kind of flashes back after trying to stab you, getting a nice hunk of rapier in its chest, um, it definitely doesn't feel like you're, it has as much resistance as it should, not dealing as much damage. Is there anything else? Oh, that was their turn. Yeah. Uh, Timber, you're up. Uh, question. The spec- yes. the spectral guy. The spe- mm-hmm. yeah, the, the shadowy figure. Is... Where is that now? Is, is, is he rising above his cloak? Yes, it is ten feet above the cloak. Ten feet above the cloak, okay. Okay, in that case, um, I'm gonna do a thing. Uh, I guess I'll attack the wraith that um, Cal attacked. Position myself okay. for advantage, and you get you can do that. Flurry of blows. Mm, flurry me, daddy. By the way, just to uh, clarify, I can do radiant damage. Oh. oh, that's cool. Good to know. Oh, nice. First one's gonna hit. It's a 23. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, next one is... Uh, it's just a 15. Uh, wait, yeah, that's just 15. I don't think that hits, right? No, that does Uh... That just hits. Oh, cool. I'll take that. And uh, that one's a 17, so I guess all three hit. All right. Roll some damage. So it's 14 damage total. So 14 damage total. Seven damage. Yeah. All right. So it's... uh, So you find, like, when you come up and you start using your martial attacks, um, your fists and claws, they swipe through the creatures, and you see sort of the spectral uh, uh, miasma of them comes out and reconstitutes, but you can tell that they're, they're dealing damage to them, much like the um, the, uh, the uh, wisp in the way it kind of, like, disconstituted uh, and reconstituted. But you are dealing damage to them. Um, anything else, Timber? If not, Scar, you're on deck. Cannot. All right, Scarlet, you're up, and then Wizwick, you're up. All right, um, I would like to move forward 10 feet, and I believe that is going to get me within 5 feet of both of the wraiths. Uh, yes, you could do that. Okay, and then just to double check, I am uh, I mean, Timber and Cal are not within 5 feet of me, correct? It's just the wraiths? Uh, yes, that's correct. Perfect. I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Erupted Flesh. Ooh. Oh. All right. All right. Good and nice everybody night. within five feet, enemy, oh, it didn't matter anyway. Enemy creatures within five feet of you must make a deck saving throw. Okay. Uh, 
is that on their turn or your turn? No, they do it. They do it now because if they fail it, they take two d eight fire damage or half of it. I believe the DC for that is twelve. Uh, I'm not mistaken. It doesn't say. It just says dexterity saving throw. Okay, so that's like other Genasi. Yeah, Dex. what's your spell casting modifier? Oh. It's yeah, probably yeah, wisdom. Yeah. Uh, it should say on there. So Doesn't. for Earth Tremor, it says the dex is 14. Alright, then we'll go with that. Okay. okay, so the first one succeeds. The second one fails. Okay, so the first one takes uh, 5 points of fire damage, and the second one takes 10. Oh, okay. Alright. Mini, mini firewall. Yeah. Um, all right, <clears throat> so you each see her step forward. She sheathes her, well, doesn't sheathe them. She's got her daggers, but she holds her hands out, and you see she sort of grits her teeth as her flesh starts to crack like magma, and this heat comes out. It feels warm to you, but it's clearly affecting rates differently, and it is singeing them. You see they sort of are um, <clears throat> not exactly singeing. They are uh, kind of atomizing at certain places. They will still take half damage, though. Curon <sighs> turns to uh, Mandrick and whispers, I always knew she was hot-headed. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Curon like, looking around for his friends and just seeing the satyr with a short bow ready. And <laughs> just like, I guess you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so they both do take damage, though. Scarlet, okay. you still have your action. Yep, I'd like to move... Uh, 10 feet to my right so that I'm flanking with Cal. Uh, yep, you can do that. And stabby stab. Stabby stab. Look at that V. Uh, 17. <laughs> Vicious V. 17 does hit. Um, that is two, four, six points of piercing damage. All right, have uh, sneak attack. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, another six points of piercing damage. Okay, half so they get the six. All right, so again, yeah, the 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 blows are going in, but they're coming out the other side, dealing some kind of damage. Um, you have ten feet of movement left. Is there anything? Else? Is I doubt you want to use it. No, I'm good. Uh, Wiswick, you are up. Do it. Hey guys, I got this dumb, dumb plan. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It wouldn't be a wizard plan if it wasn't a dumb, dumb. I am going to cast a spell I haven't touched for a while. It's a goodie. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Sleep. It's good old classic. Cause fear at a level two. And I am going to cast it in a certain way uh, in which Wizwick. Uh, normally puts on, like, a face paint of sorts to, uh, what's called, indicate that his face turns into a skull to scare mm -hmm. the monster. Mm -hmm. In this case, he puts the face paint on, but when he does it, he focuses towards his cheeks, and instead of it being, like, a dark, shadowy paint, it's more of a white, and it br okay. brightens up, and it turns into a light, and in front of my face, because, uh appears a beautiful angelic trumpet. And Ooh. as I re blow it out into the sky and 
It affects two creatures because it's cast as a level two spell. Okay. And uh, the I play the Ghostbusters theme on my beautiful <laughs> trumpet, and it pierces into the ears of these two wraiths, and they must roll an intelligence saving throw or be frightened of my music. Oh, God, and it's literally the one condition they're not immune to. Uh, you said intelligence? Fear me, yes. Fear me. Uh, DC 14. 14. First one fails, just fails at a 13. Second one fails with an 8. All right, so they cannot move closer to you. Do they have to move right now away from me? Uh, they do not have to move away from me right now. Uh, but if you move... Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or intelligence saving throw to be frightened of me. So the frightened effect uh, affects both of those creatures. Uh, mm-hmm. They can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, uh, ending the effect it, on itself on a success. So they have to fail. They failed this round, but next round they have another chance. Okay, uh, and they have advantage fear, attacks and ability yes, checks. Correct. And I am going to move uh, as close as I can in between the two of them. Okay, and they... If I, if I could get in between them, that would be perfect, because then they would not be able to go near... They would literally be able not be able to attack anywhere. They so they... So when they... if So for the frightened condition... Alright, so for cause fear... They can't, so for Frightened, they can't willingly move towards you. Um, but does cause fear cause them to run away? I don't think so. Okay, but it's so. like hi, the hypothetical situation is if I'm in between the two characters, like in the center of the V, yeah, they would have to avoid me, like they would be physically frightened of me. Mm-hmm. And if they tried to escape, they would have to escape sideways. I guess they could still escape sideways. I'm just trying to think of like yeah, splitting yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand what you're doing. If they were to try to run away. There's, I, I mean, I'll they're still stay where I am. Yeah, they're yeah, still frightened, so they can't. I'll stay there. Okay. All right. Um, Shadow figure turn. Yes. Yes, it is. He, he dies. Somehow. <laughs> this is just a dramatic way of saying he the air uh <laughs> no no the, the shadow actually is um so this the the shadow stayed in place for a little bit it is dissipating up into the air and seemingly whatever entity was within this cloak has has vanished out of this manifestation whatever this cloak was for it it has fled into the open air and the shadow miasma slowly fades away um leaving very little trace of it um, you just see occasional wisps of the shadow, but it's ultimately gone. Um, just another does... dark force out there to kill us. Nope. It hasn't done anything. It didn't do anything specifically to attack you. It just fades away. Which brings us to the top of the round to Cal. Oh, dear. <sighs> so I got this big floaty shadow boy. In front of me. No, he's faded away. Yeah, he, oh, he's totally gone. He's gone. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw. I saw him still on the map. Um, oh, yeah. You got the two rates. Yeah, I'm, I'm a stab one. Are you stab one to your left or right? 
Who is more wounded? Uh, the right one has taken more blows. You've seen. I'll do. I'll give him a blow. <laughs> okay, go for it. And I get advantage. Uh, yes, you do, because Timber is flanking with. That's really good because I rolled a nat one. Uh, ten puts fourteen. Fourteen does not hit. Okay. Unfortunately. All right. <clears throat> Kiran, you're up, and then the wraiths. Uh, Kiran is going to cast uh, Getting Bolt at second level at the uh, more damaged uh, wraith. Yep. He misses. Um, he looks over at Wizwick and he's like, Am I good? Like, motioning that he's gonna. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> then he's not gonna. So then. I mean, wait, no, you're you. good. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay. I didn't realize what you were getting at. Uh, and then he leaps from the tower. Okay. Uh, reaction, Featherfall. Can you cast Featherfall as a reaction? Yes, I can. That is specifically a reaction. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, excellent. That's, <laughs> that's the exact use for Featherfall. So Kiran floats down angelically. <laughs> Wizwick, or next to Wizwick. Little, um, little uh, angelic wings sprout from your feet. <laughs> uh, and then whatever additional movement I have, I'll move forward. Yeah, you can get right up. Um, so you have, let's see, 5, 10, 15. You can get right up on the wraith uh, next to Scarlet. All right, Kieran will, yeah, Kieran's going to move up there, readying his quarterstaff, looking at Scarlet, giving her a little nod, and then looking back at the wraith. Still mad at you. That's fair. <laughs> All right, and that is the end of your. And that's the end of his turn. All right, so the wraith, uh, the first wraith, um, the one that is uh, damaged more, um, is going to go for um, Cal. Sorry. With a twenty-two to hit again. God, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is nine points of necrotic damage. As a uh, this is the same wraith that stabbed it with a spectral dagger that it has shoved into your gut. Oh, um, I used that. <laughs> that's for me. Um, <laughs> You see, oh, uh, nothing's been dead. All right. So the second one, though, is going to turn, having seen the radiant energy. Uh, oh, actually, no. Well, doesn't he take I damage to... from uh, Scarlet? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was wait, just waiting for a second. Any enemy that starts their turn. Oh, oh yeah, 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 he does. But I was. I, what I remembered, I need to. So that attack might not have happened to. Uh, the um, disadvantaged roll was a uh, fourteen. Get the fuck on it! All right, so Cal, you <laughs> did not take that damage. Um, um, as you grab somehow the uh, 
the, the spectral hand and avoid the uh, dagger, <laughs> spectral dagger coming into your stomach. Um, all right, so it has to make another uh, dexterity save or just auto takes nope, the damage, right? it just automatically yeah. takes the damage. All right, how much was that? Four points. Four points. Uh, Fire damage. World? Okay, so that halved. Okay, ah. now they, these things are, these things, despite the resistance, have taken a lot of damage. Um, this one, having a turn toward Curon, is going to reach a hand out, um, <clears throat> reach a hand out to grasp Scarlet on the throat with that hand. Um, and Scarlet, you're going to make you make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 21. 21. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Also, it's touching me. Does that mean it gets more damage? Does that state that in the uh, feature? Uh, no. Then it does not. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're going to take is six points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um, which is the total damage halved. Um, and you do not suffer the effects of this attack, which is good. Um, but that's the end of the race turn. Uh, How about, to- um, it's only fair, because I fact-checked too, so uh, intelligence saving throws for both of them. They have Thank disadvantage, you. though. Makes sense. So the first one fails. The one that, um, the right one. The second one also fails. They're both still deeply frightened by the angelic trumpet blaring Burna, burna. Um, <laughs> which awesome brings us feel good. <laughs> brings us to Timber, uh, and then Scarlet, you're up. Fear blows. Uh, uh, first one's not gonna hit. You guys know that movie is a Republican propaganda film. Uh, next you know one I love is marshmallows. With a Seventeen. <laughs> and last one's a twenty. Nat twenty. Oh, excellent. Uh, so that's two to hit, right? Yeah, two to hit. Okay, go for it. Ooh, hello. Okay. Uh, so that's um, 16 damage total. 16 uh, with the crit? With the crit, yeah. Okay, Do, well, how much was the... Okay, so four, I four multiply by two, so that's eight, and then plus three for my dex, that's eleven, and then I rolled okay. on my other one a two, and I have plus three, so it's a total of sixteen. Okay. So a total of sixteen. All right. Yep. So that is sixteen, which is half because it's bludgeoning, right? Yes. Um, fun. It's 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 kind of it's you're coming up and you're. And it's just like the form, the miasma spraying off of this ghost and only parts of it are reconstituting. Creature takes took a lot of damage there. This uh, this one on the right is looking pretty bad. It's sort of almost blinking in and out of existence. Um, That's all. Wiswick, Wiswick, you're up. Oh, cool. Uh, let's hit him with the magic of the missiles. <laughs> uh, right. What, how are these things looking? Which one am I? Should I be the the one the one on the right that I guess it's sort of barely holding on to this material plane. 
The right, okay, right was I, weaker. I'm gonna shoot two missiles at the right and one missile at the left. Alright. Uh, what so, type of damage? Radiant. Radiant, alright. Did we skip my turn? Yes, we did. You go Scarlet. before me. Okay. That's okay. I didn't do anything. I didn't can even you, roll. Can you still hear me? Because my camera's froze. Yeah, your, your camera your froze, but we can hear yeah. you. Okay. Um, alright, I'll just take I'll take my turn, then I'll, I'll futz with it. Okay. That's very disapproving. I feel like that's what she looks uh, Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. It looks that that's way pretty this is the exact face that Kiran <laughs> sees when he comes running up. Yep. All right. So, oh, crap. All right. So you no, are I'm not there anymore. <laughs> it's all good. You uh, you're gonna... yeah, yeah, you're here. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, still flanking, right? Yep. You still have advantage on the uh, attack. Cool. Tw- uh, dirty twenty. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Dirty. You do get sneak attack. Uh, six points piercing damage plus another seven points piercing damage, so 13 points total. Alright, so that is halved due to the resistance. I mean, they're both looking pretty rough. Um, the other one much more so. This one could take a lot more, a few more hits. Um... Anything else, Scarlet? You got your bonus action. Yeah, bonus action. Do it again. All right. Uh, 23. 23 hits. For an additional three points of piercing damage. All right, so that's reduced to two with the resistance. Bring that to 13. Oh. <laughs> I hope I'm glad it's cutting out. No, we heard nice. that one. You heard that? I, I figured you did. All right. <laughs> uh, just doing math out loud. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Wismic, you can uh, send those missiles out now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Same target, same doohickey. All right. So there's uh, two to the weakest one, one to the less weak one. Yep. All right. Go ahead, go ahead and roll the damage for the first two. Okay. Radiant, right? Two radiant, six damage total. All right. All right, how do you want to kill this? Uh, uh, the two bolts shoot out of the trumpet, uh, right, uh, as I say, or I do the big, um, I don't know, just the chorus, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, um, they rush into this thing and just pierce it until it goes poof absolutely absolutely it is uh so this thing is this thing is reaching out as to go forward and grab cal by the throat to do that similar effect that uh the other one did as it does cal as it's it's (laughs) the ghost is coming towards you yeah i'll say cal does this and then he sees two huge orbs of uh of radiant energy just collapse into this creature and it just just poofs into its its spectral miasma and dissipates away. Um, I give Wiswick a bow. For a brief second, you oh, saw the spectral like form a... of Dan Aykroyd as he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, early Dan Aykroyd or when Dan Aykroyd got real scary fat? Uh, the older Dan Aykroyd. Oh. <laughs> like, 
Uh, and then, yeah, one more missile towards the other one. Alright, roll damage for that. I, uh, by the way, I acknowledge your bow, but I keep playing as a true performer would. <laughs> uh, that is three radiant damage. Three radiant damage, alright. They're all twos all around. Alright, so those two... And that one goes through the other one. Um, but that is the end of the round. Or no, ah, I forgot the satyr can shoot his arrows. Ooh, boy. Sean, are you okay? I don't know. Uh, he misses the... Uh, the arrow goes right through the uh, the wraith he targeted. Um, bringing us to the top of the round with Cal, and then Kiron on deck. I'm going to stab. stab. So there's only one left, so go for You still have advantage. Yeah, I know. I know I still have advantage. It's a 23. Does that hat? That hat. All right. I'm going to roll for damage then. Go for it. It's a 12. Well, all right. How do you want to kill this thing? <laughs> uh, so I just, I just bowed to Wiswick, and then without looking, I kind of just would be like, "Wait, he's on my left, though." Shit. Okay. So I, I without looking, I like switch hands to the rapier, and then just like offhand, just <laughs> right through it. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So yeah, so for Scarlet and uh, Scarlet and Kiran, you see. Uh, you see him do a nice little motion, swap hands, and I, the creature was like going to go reach for. Oh, similarly, there it was about to go and, and do this life drain <laughs> move onto uh, um, Scarlet or Timber, and then it just <laughs> and just sort of dissipates into the air. And Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzah! And with a and with a final burna burna and Huzzah, you have successfully fended off the wraiths. That song does just fade out. It really is not written well. No, doesn't it fade out at a... Does it? If it does, it's, that's I think it, just, it starts repeating that forever. I, th I think it does. Yeah, I think yeah. that's... <laughs> I think it's not, it was not, like, well-written, but it's fun. <laughs> and as the, uh, as the rates fade and the dark nighttime returns to you, the sounds of insects and other creatures, um... Occasionally hearing a in the distance. Yeah, it just fades out. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so as these wraiths fade away into the night as well, Wizwick's echoing music fades into the distance as you hear in the distance. Um, what would you like to do? All that is left of the fight is this torn up yellow cloak on the ground. I'd like to poke at the leather cloak with my foot, as if to say, is there still a body in here? <laughs> you, uh, yes, you approach and you kick it, uh, as, as anyone would when they're... Yeah. And there is, it's just the cloak. Alright. Dirty I, uh, mud. I pick it up with my rapier. Yes. No reactions. The cloak right. just hangs loosely and, and torn from the rapier. I walk back to the tower. I follow. Because I'm well. tired. And yes, Timber's tired as well. Kiran goes waves down the uh Mandrick. Mm -hmm. Like, come yeah. let's discuss. Yes. So Mandrick does, me, let's go to sleep. Discuss the Man, The only person who really can discuss anything with 
It's four hours. Everyone else is pretty. Oh, I cut out. Oh, all right, I gotta fix this. Sorry. Um, so the only person who can really has the ability to discuss much at this point without being exhausted is Curon. So um, when you two walk in to return to your slumber, you notice the blink dogs are kind of cowering there. They didn't come out to the fight. Um, oh, we lost Shannon again. Yeah, um, trying to figure out her. Uh... So the blink dogs are kind of cowering there. Walk past them and head down into the basement to find your resting places and tend to whatever wounds are left. Um, Wiswick, is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, Kiran, uh, you do hear Mandrick to join. Uh, I think I just zombily scurry back into the tower and then seeing the dogs, like, I'm not even concerned about, like, what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. At this point, I'm just exhausted. I ran to, around, I'm out of spell slots, I'm out of patience. <laughs> I literally just collapse on top of one of the dogs and okay. hope that it, like, takes me to a good night's sleep. Uh, t- t- Timber, <laughs> make sure that the, the door is locked. Okay. Um, easy enough to do. Doors uh, latched closed. Um, Wizwick is above. Uh, Mandrick comes over to your side. Um, Curon holding his bow still and looking down at the, uh, the cloak um, on the ground. Mandrick, do you have any idea what this could have been? Uh, I'm the slightest. But if he, or it, whatever it is, come here like this, I don't think you killed it. No, I think we only sent it back to once it came, till once more it returns. This is not a safe place. This makes it official. I'll be coming with you tomorrow morning. I believe that's a good idea. Will you rest in the tower with us? Certainly. Of course. None of us should be alone tonight. Agreed. Who knows what else is out there? Uh, A wood elf is out there. Um, Oh. That was was the one uh, following us. Not the yellow cloak, man. No, there was... This is uh, from the general um, that we discussed. Ah. He semi-trusts us, but of course we're strangers to him and He's still trying to sort out everything that happened with the Archdruid. And... Fair. I still don't want to speak with this general, but... That's the vibe I get from most people. If you can bring me into the to this Druidus and keep me there, I would appreciate that greatly. Of course. Well, I'll stay with you and the little one in the tower. Good. The dogs will keep us... Guards will protect the dogs will protect us as well. Hopefully. Good. Kiran, you look over to the tree and you see the wet elf is kind of lounging there. He knows you can see him at this point. Yeah. You just you just you see the those like eyes that you saw before. You see. Mandrick slowly gathers gathers up the cloak, actually brings it inside with looking around he takes a few last movements around closes the shut closes the door of his uh his uh hovel and he comes out with a bag that he carries with brings into the tower with 
positions himself up on the second story. As he looks out into the night, he hardly sleeps. You notice this as you, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to stay awake and take the rest. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to ask him at this time? No, Kiran will leave him to his uh, thoughts. All right. And as the <clears throat> chorus of the night lulls you to those below, sort of the low hum of, of underneath, um, find your rest slowly, but easily enough due to your exhaustion at the combat, knowing in the morning that you would venture back to Imagine Set to uh, bring the um, medical supplies needed potentially to heal the villagers, uh, arriving in time to still have your interviews, the interviews, interrogations, questions with um, General Aldrich Kinsley. A little bit more um, freaked out by this uh, miasmic force, this pale yellow cloak. But sleep comes to each of you. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Um, upon waking up, you will all be... Oh, it cut out, but I knew that was a level four that you just said. Upon waking up, you all uh, love to level. Huzzah! <laughs> awesome. Kiron finds himself much more observant than he once was. <laughs> wow, smoke monsters and, and cloaked people and blue satyrs with the shloop horns. Uh, a lot of things in this episode, a lot of important stuff, and it sets up some very, very deep and important situations. Uh, join us next time. Bye. I I was I was gonna maybe name this uh, episode "Interview with a Satire" uh, after like "Interview with a Vampire," but uh, I didn't I didn't I don't know. The pun didn't work because it, it's the word satire if I write it that way. And uh, that's just a different word. <laughs>